leave meeting or got it. Oh, all right, I'll stay, I guess. Everybody good? Everybody so good. we're all talking in new sort of places and vibes. Charlie's moved into a new yard and he's obviously on his phone. So he might be sounding a bit different. I've got new internet today, so I might be actually sounding clear today. Um, and Rikesh and Praise are the same. I'm just downstairs. I might change my accent. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a whole new place, mate. South because Africa. I'm using my phone, I might come through a bit different. <laughs> so I'm so sorry in advance. Rikesh, when are you coming back from space, mate? It's been a while. Yeah, Rikesh, you've been in space. Never. Never. Too long. Never this is like that is a happy zone. I like it. Okay. I like the moustache as well. And uh, last point, I've got tea with me, so you might be hearing a little bit of slurping. And I am presenting. We're not is this an introduction to the party, by the way? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> filler. Filler. Filler, 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 filler. So, da, 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 da. So this is something that I feel like we need to talk about, that I've been wanting to talk about for fucking ages. And I think you haven't introduced us yet. Introduce us, Sahan. You haven't said... Oh, my God. Hey, hey, hello guys. to the Welcome viewers. Another what a shamble of an introduction. Right. Start again. All right. Edit it. We'll edit it. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Red Jacks on... Um, today, we're going to be talking about something I'm going to present, but we'll start with me, Sahan. Me, Charlie. Me, Rick. And me, Fraser. Yeah! You're born! There you go. There you go. Right, there we go. So, um... This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a very, very long time. Um, and I think it's been a long time coming. I just want to see Rikesh's reaction more than anything. His passion and his hate. And the antagonizing like vibe is going to give him. And okay. Yeah. So we've spoken about Marvel. Boys, it's time we talk about Fuck DC. Off. Oh dear. The oh, DCEU. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, there's somehow always something more to talk about with something's, bless it, abysmal decline Mm. than something's rise. Because I've got seven pages of stuff here. It's not like stuff to read, just info broken down. (laughs) My God. So I just want to specify, I'm talking about the DCEU, the Detective Comics Extended Universe, meaning it shall not be touching the film Joker or the current Robert Pattinson Batman movies because they are not canon in the DCEU. Oh, shame. But this is what they... No, they're not. They're in their own continuity. They've called it something else. So these are the films. I'm going to give you the list, and I've got some stats and stuff, and we can talk about it as we go. Cool? Cool. Yeah. Okadaki. So I'll take you back to Man of Steel uh, of June of 2013. Uh, the budget of that film was 225 million. These are in uh, US dollars. Um, worldwide, it made 668 million. Cool. And I'm um, going with Rotten Tomato ratings. The critical review is about 56%. Audience was about 75%. Yeah, that's about fair. So I'll do a quick little rundown of these and then I've got a little synopsis. And and what I've done is uh, with each film's release, I've written what Marvel was doing at the same time to give us a comparison of where they were kind of were on each other's timelines. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. So next film to come out uh, was three years later, which is somehow Batman v Superman, (laughs) uh, which Batman was introduced. uh, Budget of 250 million made 872 million. Critical review, 29%. Audience, 63%. What? 63? 
Really? I thought sixty-three percent. Yes. I, no, but no, but Batman v Superman was one of those ones that when I went through, it really did split audiences because it wasn't necessarily a good or bad film. It was like people were like, "This is gold. This is genius. This is like Zack Snyder's best." And some people were like, "What the fuck are you wow. talking about?" Who said that? Who said the first one? <laughs> I don't one. know, man. Thank you. Thank you. I honestly don't know. Are we? Are we going to talk about each of these films, or are we? So we don't have to talk about. I, if you want, we can we can have a little reflection because some of these we watched in the cinema together, some of them we didn't. Do you want to just talk about it as we go? And do we should? Because yeah. I think Man of Steel deserves a little bit. Okay, so yeah, Man of Steel. Just to give a little, so I've written like three or four lines for each film. So uh, this film reintrodu- reintroduces Spider-Man uh, as newly of Henry Cavill, <laughs> the modern <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> Henry Cavill. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Well, you what did Spider-Man. I say? You said so Spider-Man. I said Spider-Man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, reintroduces Superman. Do you know, right, little little random fit, uh, little tidbit, that uh, when they created Spider-Man, you know they, he's got the dash between the words spider and man? Oh, yeah. They only introduced that because they didn't want audiences to get it, like their eyes to read it as Superman. So they put the dash to kind of differentiate it from oh. Superman, which was previously uh, established. Hmm. So, yes, this film introduces Henry Cavill's take on Superman to modern audiences in 2013. It follows the origin story of Clark Kent, the last sin of Krypton, as he learns about his powers, struggles with his identity, and Clark must confront General Zod, a fellow Kryptonian, seeking to reshape Earth into a new Krypton. Mm. What are we thinking? What's, what, what do we remember? I remember it being good. I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I went cinema with Rickish to watch it. Yeah, I don't I remember, remember. Every time you left cinema, every five seconds you jump on the floor and pretend you're about to yeah, watch Yeah, I ran like, to the floor as soon as I left cinema with my cinema, fist on the floor. I looked back to the sky and I was like, ah, <laughs> nothing happened. And if it was just once, it'd be fine. But it was like a good six or seven times on the <laughs> yeah. way home after that point. I was testing. I so. needed to know, you know, if I could fly. Yeah, before he hates, he hates the DCU now. <laughs> this is what it made him hate. This it. is like, why I fucking hate yeah. this. this, is, this, is sour this. I don't. I don't remember done. going to the cinema to watch it. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It was like kind of like a new, more slightly grounded take on Superman. And yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. think I found myself trying to compare it to Smallville a little bit because yeah. kind of like, we're kind of like off the back of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was. We watched it in cinema. It was a good film in cinema. I yeah. I, I don't okay. like Superman. I think he's a bit of a cheap superhero. But um, that was a good film. I, would, I did genuinely walk away thinking that was actually a really good story. I like what they did with Superman, what they showed of Superman. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good film. It was a good, like, really cool action scenes, like the bit where he's flying and I wonder the camera is like following Superman. He punches Zod. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Zooms back. Mm-hmm. That was a really good shot. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good film. I liked it. I liked it. The only thing I was um... that was kind of cool. Yeah. It just completely that? wrecked the city and yeah, just having a fight. It was just like two gods actually fighting in a city, and it destroyed yeah. the city. Like that was yeah. like, that was the part where I was like, this is so fucking cool. I remember really enjoying it. Yeah. I was Lovely thinking like so many that. people, so many people were dying in yeah. that fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. So I guess. 
A few, you know what? So uh, many people had an, had an issue with Zack Snyder's take on that, and they were like, oh, he killed so many people, which obviously they fell off in Batman v Superman, and and rightfully so. But and even him killing Zod, people like, he doesn't kill, but it's like, Zack Snyder was like, this is his first time being Superman. This is how we under learned these lessons. He just didn't get up and be like, you know, you know how they're doing the animated films are like, oh, I'm going to punch this villain to the moon or somewhere that's uninhabited so we can fight and break down mountains like anime style, you know. So, um, no, good film. Yeah. So um, these films I'm going to list with them are coming around like a month or two. These are the closest Marvel releases. So when Man of Steel first came out in June 2013, and I don't believe they really kind of established the DCEU. They might have had the idea. By that point, Marvel was on Iron Man 3 which released uh, the month before. Avengers was yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, Avengers. And Age of Ultron came out that same year, I think, as well, didn't it? 13. To my knowledge, I, I, I will let you guys check it out. But obviously, we know Marvel was well established before. So the next one we move on to, is, like I said, is Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, uh, March 2016. So three years later, 250, 250 mil budget, 872 mil uh, worldwide. And as I said, critical response, 29% audience, 63. And just as a little reflection, a little summary, the world reacts to Superman's presence with some viewing him as a hero and others as a potential threat. Batman, who sees Superman as dangerous, takes it upon himself to confront the Man of Steel. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor manipulates events to pit the two iconic heroes against each other. Rikesh's face, sorry. <laughs> He's not enjoyed this, this film as much as he enjoyed was the film. So early on in their DCEU, and it broke me. Mm. It really, I think the first yeah. half an hour of this film is genius is spot on seeing bruce wayne see superman's fight with zod from his point of view at a human and think whoa you are look what you're doing uh, mm-hmm. as for a fist fight you're dangerous i thought perfect setup correction the first five minutes of the film is, te- is okay that. and then it gets right. and then it's straight into the uh the origin of batman getting carried up by bats out of a cave and that was that was the moment <laughs> it all went downhill really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember we did watch this in cinema because yeah, we, we watched did. this together. When, when, yeah, we all, when this. all the dust, when all the dust was there, and all the buildings had fallen down, a horse runs out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember. <laughs> inside. Yeah, sorry, sorry, listeners, just an inside joke of Charlie uh, and, and horses. And yes, exactly what you think it is. <laughs> middle name, jockey. But uh, Rikesh, you've been you've been fairly quiet. Uh, oh, mate, fuck thing? this film. Fuck this film. <laughs> Honestly, how do you fuck this up? Batman versus Superman. How do you fuck that up? Why was Batman using guns? Fully just <laughs> yeah. shooting. What, what was it? Uh, start to finish, man. I think there must have been... Uh, how long was the film? Two hours, three. two and a half hours. Yeah, like two and a half, three, three hours. It was a long, yeah. long. I film. never fall asleep in the cinema. Never in my yeah. life do I fall asleep in the cinema. I fell asleep three or four times in this movie. It yeah. was just. Yeah. I remember it was so long. Doubt it was shit. It was it, uh, awful. It was. I think because I remember this film being the introduction of Wonder Woman as well. I was they they, t- they touched on Aquaman. And so very I very briefly, but I mean, in an in an email yeah, sure. attachment where she she opens it and it's like the I was going to say the Avengers, the um you know the Justice League initiative sort of thing. 
I re- the only thing I remember with this film is the beginning I enjoyed the, the the Batman fighting scene in the warehouse to save the mum I love. Best scene. Um, the whole Martha thing still to this day conf- not confuses oh, me. I'm like, I understand what you're trying to do. Oh, we both got a human mum, but it was the most editorially like choppy movie ever. I'm like, there's like two and a half good films in this, but just pick one and stick to it and know when to end. I This film was one of the few I was like, oh, it's going to wrap up. And this ending, nope, there's another scene. And this ending, nope, there's another scene. I'm like, That's three or four like, times. It, caught... it, might, it might as well have been asleep, but because I don't remember like the middle of the film because it was jumping around so much. Yes. It's just super confusing. So you got the beginning where you see Batman's like origin of his hatred and his origin and then a whole load of junk and then they're in a they're at a warehouse fighting doomsday yeah okay yeah. it wasn't Some really bargain doomsday. doomsday it was a yeah. weird zod reanimated and i'm like nah this film really genuinely i was like this is i've never been black shit. and white with a film but i thought this is really f- shit it's messy man no but it was so messy i'm like i can yeah. see a glimpse of it but it was the most messiest thing when people are like this is gold i was like what are you honestly seeing? i'm amazed that it's 63 honestly no i like, i didn't yeah. think any of that we left the cinema not even disappointed we were pissed off i remember being yeah. like what the time we've wasted we could have yeah. spent doing something else yeah <laughs> dream what with the flash coming through and it was like oh. what the hell is going on this is too much in the first 20 minutes of the film but the thing is like all paths led to that martha scene like it's called a MacGuffin when you need something at the end to save the day mm-hmm. and like so obviously you're, whenever you're watching a film i've always got in the back of my head i wonder how they're gonna fix it you know i wonder how they're gonna come together or whatever the the problem is they've got to solve it and the MacGuffin was a fucking name it was so embarrassing. Like, as any kind of story writer in this day and age, that is so embarrassing to go, okay, so what is it that actually settles their beef? Well, Martha. Okay, we're going to green like this. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> Who Thank said you. that was a good <laughs> idea? If, oh. When you listen to the background of this and the development, it was really poorly handled, but what's upsetting is on purpose. Because I love, look, I love DC outright. Like, Batman was my first favourite hero. And I, I think doing this research, I stick to Charlie. Shut up, you. I stick to Charlie's uh, thing of DC. I think what they do best is their animated movies. Like, I would happily do a list of the animated movies, and they're deep, man. They're serious. They're dark. They're, they're very well written and animated beautifully. But yeah. they don't always translate. And uh, um, a lot of the higher-ups for, for Batman v Superman were like, a lot of the studio heads, apparently, from what I heard and research, was more like, just release it because the name will sell. Even if the script isn't that great, don't worry, because we can rewrite the subtitles for the countries that are going to make us the most money, mostly in Asia and China. Um, yeah, so they really so. didn't, they didn't, they didn't go with the impact of long run money. It was more like, let's just make a big splash and whatever, whatever happens to them as characters, actors, the names. We don't care. The fans. And that was care. the saddest part for me, man. They didn't have faith in their own project. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Marvel, like, this is the thing. Marvel took a really big gamble with Iron Man. And, you know, they, they from day one, they were like, the plan is, you know, 
in like three or four years we can get them all together and they worked hard to like get you to that point where it's like oh my god yeah they're all in the same film but when you just go oh yeah man of steel was really good to hear what the next one is batman versus superman we haven't met batman yet though yeah, yeah no but we're gonna put them in the same film and yeah you're basically just gonna have Wonder Woman in it. Oh, no way. And Doomsday. Oh, no way. And Lex Luthor. Oh, no way. How many fucking things are you going to cram in a three-hour piece yeah. of shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they, do you know what it is? They tried to play the catch-up game. And I think when I tell you the yeah. Marvel film that was coming out at the same time, you're going to understand. Because they done Batman. No, no. It was Batman v Superman. And they tried to play into which side are you taking? Civil because War. at the same time, exactly, yeah. the same year, uh, Marvel released Captain America Civil War. And they tried to capitalize on the left or the right, the the, the, the red or the blue, the black or the red and blue. Like, so, and I'm like, was, <laughs> sorry, was, was, Batman, was Batman vs Superman first before Civil War or Civil War first? Okay, uh, so Batman v Superman came out first. So March 2016 was Batman v Superman. May 2016 was Civil War. Right. That's hilarious. Okay. okay. That's hilarious. So, Civil War was what yes. they tried to do and spectacularly failed. And the Marvel was like, this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Just, just, well, just, just, just they would have started yeah, but... filming. That's it. And they were like, oh, I really hope BVS isn't very good. And then they watched it and like, ah, let's just upload it. Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> so early like, on in their history, and, <laughs> I think it really does go to show that uh, their, their, their goal versus the the aspiration, if that makes sense, the dream was, was bigger. Their goal was to make money with their IP rather than make their IPs. Absolutely. Yeah. And they always wanted to go for the billion mark. That was their initial. And that's a lot of things I keep hearing a lot of podcasts when they talk about Marvel and DC is Marvel was never aiming to make billions from their first couple of movies. It was just making a profit to get to the next one. And then it built up to the billion, half a billion, couple of bill. Whereas they're like, Batman v Superman, we need to hit a billion. And as soon as it doesn't, the studio lets it go. And they're like, nah, no faith, no money, didn't hit the targets. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, bro. Like, as Charlie said, you're introducing six different characters. How am I going to root for a character I haven't met yet? Unless you do it, you write that film to pristine, direct it pristinely. That's a very hard quota to hit rather than easing us into a character. And then Superman and dies and Batman cries. What the fuck, oh, man? God, I so annoying. <laughs> honest to God. That happened. You honestly did fall asleep a good fair few times, mate. There was a couple of moments that were actually cool. There were a couple yeah. of moments. Like because the they pulled them from the comics. Superman being a god and people worshipping him. I love that. I love the beginning sequence, as you said, like with the, the rubble and the destruction from uh, Man of Steel. I thought that was a great way to start it. You had all these yeah. like little shit bits in between that was like, you know, you just swallowed them and thought, okay, hopefully it just, you know, makes up for that. And then there'll be a scene that's like, oh, that was kind of good. And then it, another little shit thing to pull it back down but again. And Even the direction of, and I don't blame him. I'm sure it was written. Like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was like, what the fuck are yeah. you on? It Gods was and demons was and shit. And I was like, bro, just shave yeah. your hair. And act like what we know. And th then they were like, no, Lex Luthor's the original Lex Luthor's his dad. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. don't play oh, this God. bullshit with me. What are you doing? Terrible. You're playing the Joker but as a Lex. No, it wasn't him. I don't believe it was. Him. I yeah. think he'd done the job the well writing. that he was hired to do. It was like, be more zany, be more mm. like memorable as a villain. I'm like, 
you're not even being smart. You didn't manipulate anyone. Batman had a fucking dream about him to take him down. You didn't you didn't create that fire. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The bit where he goes and steals the hard drive in the mansion as well. And then Wonder Woman walks in and catches him, but then doesn't do anything and then walks away. And it was like, what was the point in that scene? <laughs> What's the point? There were so many scenes like that. Yeah, sorry. Let's move on. That from, was for just... We don't that was just for... shit all over DC. There are big DC fans. So let's not just... No, 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 no. This is them. our personal... Ref- Listen, I love DC. I'm not saying this as a hater. I'm saying this as a person that had hope and is disappointed. That is I what I'm, saying, I'm more yeah, upset about. Better shit on it. <laughs> I am. I That's am why there's four of us, Rikesh. You could be the hater. I am shitting on it. This film right, is listen, possible. This is still the second film out of like ten. Let's 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 keep going because it's going to take us a while. But yeah, no, yeah. this was let's a big statement. We'll just say shit or not shit. We'll get through it quick. Right, right. Um, uh, there is one thing I want to know. I, I would, I would love to know who was behind the Batman action scene in the warehouse because that was actually like quality, like the choreography of it. Yeah. I have no clue, but yeah, the fight scene was seeing him use the sort of Arkham game sort of style gadgets, disabling the guns and all that. I loved. That. I was like, yeah, this is Batman. Yeah. Uh, a bit more killy than I anticipated. A bit more murdery. You know, like battery. kicking someone through a wall, and I'm like, okay, cool. But no, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind him killing people. I didn't mind him doing the, the the branding and stuff. That didn't bug me at all. I think it's just, I mean, look, if he if he's gonna kill people, cool, kill people, but don't call yourself Batman. Now. You're not yeah. Batman. You, yeah. Call yourself whatever you want. You're not Batman. Yeah, it's something kind of defeats all his Do you know what? Someone made the idea, the pitch, and again, uh, that I really enjoyed. You know when he has the dream sequence where I think, like, the minions of Darkseid have come back, uh, Superman's become evil in his dream, takes off his mask, and he kind of, like, Uh and you see Batman shooting all these people. They were like, what if they'd done it where Batman was always on the edge of killing someone? Like, he's really trying to control that rage or that anger, and he's trying to brand people and capture them. And in the dream... He sees what's happened with Superman and Darkseid and he sees himself killing people or even killing the bad guys. And that's what wakes him up like, oh, shit, if things carry on, I'm going to give in to my dark side. Yeah. And I think that fight of that internal world would have kind of he had no fed his personal vendetta a bit yeah. more of like, yeah, because it's what happened to his mum and dad. He doesn't want it to do it to someone else, but he's going to be pushed in that direction. Anyway, yeah. Right. Next film. So um next film, August 2016, Suicide Squad. Uh 175 mil budget, made 747 worldwide. Critical acclaim critical response was 26%. Audience was 58%. Hmm. So this this is not Suicide Squad with um which was Jared Leto Joker. Yes. Yeah. So this is not this is not the recent one. So this is Suicide Squad, and it is a secret government agency recruits a team of imprisoned supervillains, including Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and others, because the others were big names, to execute uh, dangerous missions in exchange for reduced sentences. Task Force X, known as the Suicide Squad, is sent to stop a powerful ancient witch known as Enchantress. Yeah, who was a model who can't act, like. What's her name? Um, Carla Car- 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 Delevingne? Delevingne. I like her. She seems cool. Cara she did that well. Yeah, yeah. 
she seems cool but i mean her yeah you don't put her in a big budget film like the villain like in any superhero film the villain is like the key the keyest character in it mm-hmm. like that's what makes the whole film like thanos is the like major the reason everything works yeah exactly and mm-hmm. it's just it was just a terrible choice again from dc I think they went more with uh, <laughs> like let's concentrate more on the acting star power of our main leads than the villain to make mm. it interesting. Like, oh, this is what our heroes I think can so, do, yeah. mm. and it always ends heroes. in a typical beam of light mm. into the sky, clouds, and loads of CGI, and just being like, look, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the film. I didn't, I, I enjoyed this more than Batman v Superman, hands down. Yeah, I, it was be- it would made more sense. But um, tolerated it more. Tolerated a bit more. It didn't take itself too seriously. I think that's why. Well, it was Mm, full of more wacky characters, so it came off. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of? uh, (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, what did you guys think of Joker in this then? Because this was his. You know, he's a big character. He's a big IP. What do you think his introduction in this? Convict. He was a shit Joker. He was fucking awful. Why did he have grills? Well, why did he have grills? At what point does Joker have grills? Please show me the episode of the. He's but Joker he was meant to be the the a different version of Joker. He's meant to be the gangster version because there is a I mobster gangster I get, vibe. I get that, but the choice DC had made, the film, the executives, whoever it was, to be like, let's make Joker some ghetto gangster with grills, was fucking stupid. It it didn't play out on screen at all. I mean, you can blame the writers for it. I don't think it was as much Jared Leto as Joker. If anything, it was more of the writing and the direction they chose for him. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. that was not Joker. In every instance of Joker you've ever seen, whether it's in movies or animated or whatever, he was not Joker. He was just another crazy character in Joker makeup. That was it. He was not a Joker. Fair, fair. Um, so at this, <clears throat> around the same time, obviously Marvel was releasing at the end of the 2016 was Doctor Strange. Okay, that was a shit year. <laughs> it was I, pretty I enjoyed Doctor Strange. I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange was a Phase One film released in like Phase Three. It, it, it's yeah. disjointed, but it needed it to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say. There is a bit more that I will touch upon with Suicide Squad as we as we move forward. Okay. So next film is Wonder Woman, which came out 2017, the year after. 150 mil budget, made 822 mil worldwide. Uh, critical response 93%, audience response 83%. Okay, and as a yeah. little synopsis, uh, Wonder Woman, set during World War One. This film explores the origin story of Diana, an Amazon princess and warrior. When she encounters Steve Trevor, an American pilot, Diana leaves her home to end to help end the war. She embraces her destiny as Wonder Woman and confronts the god of war, Ares, which I think is also her dad. I think. Maybe. I don't think. So. I think. No, I don't think that's right. Uh, anyway, God of War Ares. Um, so, well, did you guys watch it, and what did you think? I don't oh, I remember good. it. I think yeah. I kind of remember that end fight scene. I don't think much happened in it, though. Did it? No, not really. No, there's a plane really. flying away with her boyfriend in it, or something like that. And yeah, on the, the end. Yeah, and he goes, and he kind of kills himself to t- save the bombs being yeah. exploded. A bit of a Cap, yeah. Cap America sort of moment. Yeah. 
I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I remember it was one of those moments at that stage of DC where I was like, right, I've not, I've lost a bit of hope. I'm not going to go cinema. I'll watch it at home. And I did. And I was fine to watch it at home in my own comfort. Um, I think we did convince Rikesh to watch it because it was one of the few films I was like, oh, this makes sense for a DC film. Rick, try this. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I had lost faith after Suicide Squad and I knew I, w- I was not going to watch Wonder Woman and you guys were all like you watch it it's a really good film you'll enjoy it you'll enjoy it I think I waited for it to come on Netflix I watched it on Netflix and that was it I think I'd written off all DC movies from that point forward agreed I, I, yeah same as Rick what, what I know we've got like two minutes left but just to, as a quickly reflect what put you guys off this particular film <laughs> we've got the comparison of Marvel right yeah <laughs> and, and I will tell you what they released trying. It was trying. And everyone, a lot of people come up to me and said like, no, do you know what? Wonder Woman is actually really, really good. It's really, really good. And I watched it. Same as Rick. I watched it. I think I actually went to the cinema to watch it, uh, to be honest. And yeah, it it was just like, it's just not as good as Marvel. Unfortunately, I can't help but compare it. You know what I mean? It's a superhero thing. You know, like if I watch anything superhero, you kind of compare it. But yeah, no, it just didn't hit, man. Didn't hit for me anyway. Okay. It was just kind of a flop after a flop after a flop and it was just like eh, I'm, I'm, I'm done just i think wonder woman was the most consistent i mean i think i understand what it represented at the time you know it was directed by a female director and it was a lot of women's sort of strength and representation and i appreciated that side of it i think as just a comic book viewer even i could recognize this was the strongest of the dc so far and i enjoyed it for that reason but still weak compared to the parameters of what marvel was doing and to give a bit of um, an understanding so may 2017 guardians volume 2 came out then june wonder woman came out and then uh, july so sandwiched in between so july spider-man homecoming came out <laughs> they had no chance it literally yeah, really that's know. a very poor time for that film to get released yeah mm-hmm. it was the it was a really marvel bad thing. look how but look how consistent marvel has been two films within like three months of each other mm-hmm. that's Quite a lot, and then Wonder Woman just sandwiched in between. Just good drama. But um, it made it. It it sounded like it made a fair amount of money. It did make good money and good reception, but we've got five seconds left. Oh shit! So this fall, your favorite superheroes, Captain Adam Fireboy, face their greatest challenge yet: each other. Flyboy, you flew so fast you caused tornadoes that killed thousands. I've got to take you down. I had to save the first lady from my evil twin brother. But I'll fight you, cat lad, just because. But when they find common ground, a new alliance is formed. This is for you, Timmy. Wait a minute. My son's name is Timmy too. We shouldn't be fighting. We should team up. The aliens are coming. We have to protect Earth. And so our heroes band together to form the Court of Justice to fight the alien myths. We've been fighting for hours, and this is going nowhere. Wait, who are you? I'm Marvel Bob. We just formed the Court of Justice, remember? Uh... What the hell? The crab is right. We need to focus on getting the Chaos Cubes if we're going to beat them. The Chaos... And so our heroes set out to obtain the Chaos Cubes, the only way to defeat the aliens. What the... So... How do these help us? 
They will open a multiversal portal and trap the aliens there forever. Really? Yep. Do it, Crab. And so our heroes defeat the aliens with the Chaos Cube, but are poured into the portal with them, forcing them to... And to hell with all this. Hey, uh, what are you doing? You're not supposed to... Wait, wait! Where are we? Oh, wow. I can't believe it. It's the real cat lad and Flyboy. I'm Snack Zyder. I created this film that is based on your iconic comic book run. Get him. Wait, no! Ah! I did not like that. Ouch! Ah! Stop! Uh, Please! So, uh, watch Cat Lad and Flyboy. Birth of Justice. Multiverse of the Mundane. Director's Recut. Cut. In cinemas everywhere. What? Now? You released it just now? I, I'm still recording the trailer. How could you release... Damn it, Jerry! I've had enough of this. I am an artist and I am done with this franchise. Welcome back, guys. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies that, and gentlemen. That ad, that ad okay. was shit. That was a shit ad. That was so shit. <laughs> Fucking DC. Are we just going to be really ads. negative about everything? Even their ads are shit. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to... <laughs> and, um, okay, so we move on, and for me, was the this is where I broke off. I was like, okay, I'm done now. Like I can, I've scattered to watch the other ones, but this one just ended it for me. And this is 2017's original release, Justice League. Uh, okay. Budget was 300 mil. It made 657 uh, mil worldwide. Critical response thirty nine percent, audience sixty seven percent. So, Not good. Justice League, Batman and Wonder Woman assemble a team of meta humans, including the Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg, to protect the world from the threat of Steppenwolf and his army of parademons. The team must work together to find to find and unite the three powerful mother boxes to save humanity. Thoughts. Even that synopsis has too much going on. Yeah. I couldn't even it. Yeah. <laughs> too much. <laughs> he, he, they just he just done it again, but Zack Snyder can't help himself. I think no. um I think that original release especially suffered because it obviously wasn't the director's cut, which actually I thought was was a lot better. But a lot that yeah, I release. have that listed as yeah. well, but the original release was just to kind of give a little back sort of background to it. Um, so obviously it was initially directed by Zack Snyder, um, but it was completed by Joss Whedon. And a lot mm. of people were really kind of against Zack Snyder at the time and really angry with him, but the guy, to my knowledge, had lost his daughter. I'm like, yeah, yeah that mm -hmm. validates you leaving and doing whatever the hell you need to do. Yeah, yeah, but course. that. Zack Snyder, whoever chose Joss Whedon, I get what he did for, for Marvel and the Avengers, but I'm like, mm -hmm. that comparison, it, it was too contrasting. Like I, like, I remember they're kind of making a joke at one point where Superman punches Batman or something, and, he's, and then it cuts to Batman on the floor, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, do you bleed? Yeah, I'm bleeding. And I'm like, no, Batman doesn't joke. No, no, stop that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like... That oh, little yeah. tiny yeah. moment, I was like, y y nah, you've crossed the line with me, bro. Um, 
this to me was more of a mess than Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it was in a good, better order editorially, but just too much, too too much for my brain, man. Right. I, I did not enjoy this film. I had moments. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed a couple of bits. Um, the end bit where Superman, where they resurrect Superman after he's been dead for one film, um, and they bring him back and. I like that fight because there's that really awesome moment. That's and this is the thing with superhero yeah. films. It's moments, yeah. isn't it? You, you remember the moments. moments. As long as the, the story nerdy moments. Work, and it's the bit with the flash and the flash is running and his eyes yeah. just like flick, like he's keeping up with him. That was fucking awesome. I love yeah. that moment yeah. so much. Yeah. The rest of the film is fucking garbage. <laughs> it's rubbish. I would, I, would, I would say the exact same thing what you just yeah. said. That's, that's the moment that I would pick out and then everything else is thrown away. Yeah. I've not seen this film, but like for you to both say that the one great part of this film was when Flash was running around and Superman just darted his eyes to keep up with him. If that's the highlight of the movie, that tells me everything I need to know to fucking bin this movie. It's done. I don't need need to watch a movie to see that one, that two frames of the movie. And if if I'm not mistaken... This was the con. This was the controversy when Henry Cavill was also filming uh, yeah. Mission Impossible, yeah. and the whole stash and the lip. So uh, the stu- so he finished yeah. wrapped on Justice League, left, went to go film uh, Mission Impossible. That studio wanted him to grow a moustache. Cool. They wanted to do some reshoots, obviously reframe it with Joss Whedon, and they called the other studio and went, "Can we borrow Henry Cavill back as Superman?" Yeah, sure. Can he shave his mustache off? No way. And this created a massive controversy of like, even uh, the Justice League studio, I think it was Warner Brothers kind of saying, we will CGI the mustache back. We will give it back to you. And it took months like of, of their lawyers to figure out. And, and then Mission Impossible was like, no, you can have him, but you need to CGI uh, his mustache out. Mustache out. And it looked like Superman had Botox. It looked <laughs> so weird. Old. He had too wow. much lip and then no lip sometimes. But I mean, from the very first scene, it shows a kid's cell phone mobile recording of Superman. Like, wow, you, you saved him. And he just turns to the camera's like, whoa. Yeah, it looks like he's got a Snapchat filter on. And, and yeah. that crazy thing, this is a massive budget superhero film where you're flying and, you know, running really fast and doing all this mad shit. Wow, look at this CG. But they can't get a moustache off a lip. It was so weird. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, shit. Are we going yeah, to touch on the director's cut separately as a separate release? Yes. We're going to come up to yes. it. Yeah. I've got nothing else to say on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I've got nothing more to say. Because it's kind of creates, it takes its own boxes. So um, just to let you know, so November 2017, Justice League come out, the original cut. And at the same month of the same year, Thor Ragnarok came out. That's good. Yeah. Rip. That's a hard month to be released in. Hard. Rip. Ragnarok slap. Ragnarok yeah. was awesome. Okay. Next film to come out is a, a year later exactly of Aquaman. Uh, 205 mil budget. Uh, it made 1.15 billion. Uh, critical response wow. 65%. Audience 72%. Aquaman. Run that back. Run that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But what was it? The budget and the, and the profit. Yeah, yeah. Budget was 205 mil. Uh, the worldwide box office was 1.15 billion. Jesus Christ, nah. it made little over a billion. Yeah, five times it, right? That was Hold um, on. 
That must oh. have been Jason Momoa. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah, Momoa yeah, yeah, was yeah. fucking he, he pulled. He pulled. He pulled an audience's heart. So, um, as a synopsis, Aquaman, Arthur Curry, the half-human, half-Atlantean heir to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, reluctantly becomes the hero known as Aquaman. He embarks on a journey to claim his birthright, confront his half-brother, brother Orm, 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 and prevent a war between Atlantis and the surface world. I like this film. I don't think it's worth a billion in profits. No way. No I didn't way. Watch it. No. no, that's just it's Jason okay. Momoa. That's all that is. That's all that is. All that money is just people wanting to see Jason Momoa, for sure. Yeah. DC I fans think that... and women who are horny. Yeah. Basically. But they, they do say that for any film to break the mill, uh, sorry, into the billions, and they were talking about Marvel and a bit of DC and this sort of superheroes, you need everyone on board. You need everyone. You can't just have the fans or that generation. You need the older generation, the current generation, the younger generation. You need fans and non-fans alike to come together to make it a big deal. So for you guys to paraphrasing to say, you know, fans, nerds, and horny women, it, it needs to to needs to pull from every niche a certain percentage to hit that. And it must have. There's not enough Aquaman fans to do that. Yeah. I don't get it. That's actually, but how much did uh, have you got Endgame figure by any chance there? Do we remember it? Because I know it broke the billion. Yeah. No, but like that's something the that billions, was so I don't, I don't have that. For. I feel like Aquaman. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't a bad film, but yeah, definitely. Like I just said, like five five hundred mil tops, absolute tops. What yes. did Endgame get, Rick? Fucking hell. Marvel's Endgame 2019 was Marvel's highest grossing movie with 2.8 billion. Good. Okay. In good. global <laughs> revenue. Yeah. So, Jesus. Just to reflect on, on Marvel of that year. So, if this is not the closest release, but this was kind of what the hype was around. So, uh, Aquaman came out December of 2018. So, the end year. Um, Marvel Avengers Infinity War came out April 2018. So this was around the time where they, we were coming coming off of Infinity War from like a, a third in or quarter into the to the year, but we were hyping up, we were ramping up for Endgame, what it might mean, and we was in that phase of of Marvel for us. We were in our sad stage, waiting to see what happened to everyone from Endgame, and everyone was so sad. They went Aquaman, okay. Yeah, he, we just, one we know he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. He's not part of you. So the next one is Shazam. Yeah. One, please. I, I didn't. I didn't the electricity, uh, <laughs> lightning. So this was um, US budget of a hundred mil, and it made three hundred sixty-eight mil. Critical response is ninety percent. Audience was eighty-two percent. It didn't make. It didn't make as much profit as I thought. So no, Shazam, I, I way better than because that at, at this point yes. in time, I think most people were done with DC movies. They had to. I think they were done a long time well. before. Exactly. But Shazam, but I didn't watch it in cinema, but I watched it on um, on Netflix. But that was actually not a bad film. I didn't mind Shazam. That it was, was kind of childish, but it, it fit. It fit a no, childish. No, it done kind of exactly yeah. what it was intending to do. It's a it's yeah. a light-hearted, silly, you know feel-good film and it did that and i was like well done you know oh the villain yeah. wasn't as sharp as this one i had no issue with it i was like you've done it at least what you set out to do yeah. and i think if they would have made a shazam style film from the beginning and just sort of like what iron man did 
let's just try and do what we're trying to do. Don't overreach. Don't try and compare. I think if they would have started from something like Shazam, they would have done better. They would have grown more naturally. Yeah. yeah. That would have been really dope, actually, seeing it from a kid's point of view of like, I need to I need to get other heroes. Who else is out there? Like, you know, should I actually go to Batman? That being, you know, and the kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Having that kind of, that would be, that was so much more interesting. You just came yeah. up with that by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. TM, copyright. So as a little synopsis, it's, um, Shazam is about Billy Batson, a young foster child, gains the ability to transform into the adult superhero Shazam by saying the magic word. While discovering his power, Shazam. <laughs> Billy must face the threat posed by Dr. Thaddeus Sivana, who seeks to, to harness the same powers for his own sinister purposes. He was originally called in the comics Captain Marvel, but it contrasted, obviously, Captain Marvel in Marvel itself. Shazam was the magic word. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, the, the acronym stands for all the sort of amazing people throughout history in the world. Uh, but then in the comics, they changed his superhero name to Shazam. And I like this film. I mean, the young foster kids, I mean, the adult and the uh, um, young child actor and the adult actor done well. Uh, his supporting like cast done well. His The kid's journey of meeting his mum and his mum not caring about him. Like, I felt that shit. I was like, yeah. You know, and his mm-hmm. uh, and his enjoyment of being a superhero was like that. Sound that makes sense. Punching through walls and learning to fly and smacking back onto the floor. It, it done itself just. Even them going to buy yeah. beer was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, the most you're gonna compare Shazam to, I guess, is probably Superman. I think you can't. Yeah. You, it wasn't. It's not even comparable to to Marvel because there's not. There's not many like kids superheroes with who sort of get their powers and then grow up like that i guess and have those kinds of powers so like miss marvel that was a show obviously but i'd say say show yes it vibes a bit like ant-man like Mm. it never takes itself too seriously even even the villains end up on the same vibe as paul rudd you know what i mean like and it was very similar in shazam like they ended up getting it you know what i mean like even the villains were kind of comical and stuff and then it works because that's you know then as you said all audiences kids can go and see it and actually get it any kid that yeah. went to see batman versus superman would have sat there in the first hour like mom i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> i think um yeah and I, I like shazam as a character i used to like playing with him in um in the dc sort of fighting games but i like shazam because even in the comics they made superman one of superman's weaknesses is is magic and he can perform magic so if he's physically as capable as superman and he can punch him if he uses his magic against him it, it creates more of an adversary like this is cool i enjoyed this uh contrast of characters and obviously they did the um semi I don't know, like guest appearance of Superman, but it was yeah. only it was a body double. It wasn't Henry Cavill. It was from the oh, neck down. Oh, was it not? Because, I didn't actually know that. No, it was it was yeah. from the neck down. It was a post credit scene um, because Henry Cavill's contract as Superman was a bit in hiatus. Oh, yeah, right. Same with same with Batman and um, who played who played Ben Batman? Affleck. Ben Affleck, which bad, I did enjoy. I did and bad bad Affleck. I did, I did enjoy his Batman and his Bruce Wayne. I actually didn't mind it. I think he was in the wrong film, but um, yeah. Okay. Can we can we insert that meme somewhere? The sad Affleck. I think the guy's had enough heat, man. Let him go, man. Leave him alone. It's That's been so too funny, long, though. though. So funny and sad. 
But um, yeah. just as a little highlight, and I think this is where they could have done a better choice. So Shazam released April 2019, the same month of the same year. Oh, yeah. Endgame released. That makes sense now. Yeah, I'm on DC, okay. man. Just they fucking Google some. Uh... They should yeah. have swapped yeah. Aquaman and Shazam around. Yeah. <laughs> or they should have just gone, oh, they're releasing Endgame in April. All right, I'll tell you what. Hold on to that full file you've got of Shazam. I know it's ready to go. Let's just wait till the end of the year. Or, you know, let's just wait until that buzzer's died. You do not drop it when you know that's going to happen. Unless yeah. unless Marvel knew they were going to drop Shazam and they were like... <laughs> <laughs> that's a April, very good say, point. <laughs> I think the guy who releases the DC films just has an itchy finger. Before anybody yeah. says anything like that, his finger's already on the button. He's like, oh, well, if I lift my finger, <laughs> it's going to release. It's like a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was just really excited about Endgame. It was like, that's April 2019. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So we jump on, and I've not seen this film, so this is pure stats. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It came out February 2020. Oh, yeah. It was a hundred, yeah, yeah. Oh. Birds of prey and in caps, uh, fantabulous in, t- in emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That's no um, based off the comic of the same name. Uh, budget is a hundred mil. It made two hundred and five mil. Um, critic response was seventy nine percent. Audience was seventy eight percent. Now keep in mind when I talk about the budget and the box office. There's a couple of factors. One, not every studio releases accurate numbers about what their budget is because they want to talk about how much they lost. And two, the general consensus is when I listen to other podcasts talk about movies is whatever the budget is, you double it. Because if the budget is to make the film, you double the budget because that's how much it usually takes to advertise their film. Because that costs money in of itself. So they need to make more than double to break bank. And this did not. Yeah. Um, So just as a little synopsis is after breaking up with the Joker, Harley Quinn teams up with a group of female anti-heroes, including Black Canary, Huntress and Renee Montoya. Together, they must protect the young girl named Cassandra Cain from the villainous Black Mask. Eh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Did did any of you? I have no interest to watch this. No, I I did watch it. I did watch it. And it was good. Someone did. Okay, it was okay. I, I tell you what it was. Do you remember in um, in Endgame or in Infinity War? It's one of the two. Um, when they had that, the, the women... Actually, they had it in both, to be honest. Um, one in Wakanda and, and, and one in the final battle. But where yeah. they have that random scene where all the women just come together. That's and the, it's the like, big one was Endgame, yeah. Yeah, and it's like yeah. women power. And, and you, you sit there as a fan and you're like, okay, it's, it's cool. I mean, it doesn't actually make sense because everyone was everywhere else, but whatever. Yeah cool you have this moment that it felt like a whole movie made out of that like that idea i think it was in that time where women power was really hitting hard and it was all like you know every, everyone wanted to make their their main villain a woman and stuff like that because it was like you know oh women can do everything as well and they can do it better and and they can you know they, they really can but you don't force feed people that you know and that was mm-hmm. the problem everything was about women in that film and so as a man sitting there watching it i was kind of like i don't it's just it's just for women. This is just for women, and I don't think many women went to see it. So that's why we wanted. Was um, was Black Mask any good? Who played it? I don't. I don't. You, you and McGregor. You and McGregor. I love yeah, him. I like it. him as an actor. Yeah. good actor. 
Obi yeah. Wan. Was he the villain in this film? Yeah, yes. he was Black Mask. And he was okay. <laughs> like again, it was all okay. Like, look, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I'm glad she kept coming back because she was Good actually cast. perfect cast. Perfect cast. Yeah. Yeah. Just unfortunate with the films that they were producing. And yeah, same as Birds of Prey, really. It kind of it it, it was better than Suicide Squad one. Um probably about the same as Suicide Squad, the second version. Yeah. So just as a little Marvel comparison, um, there wasn't quite anything majorly released around that time. Obviously, this is a film, Birds of Prey being in 2020 was kind of at the back end. There's a lot of films where with with the lockdown and COVID limited screenings it it made a difference it naturally did and even in its production so for this marvel stage this was where the black widow movie is kind of getting released in some weird gray area but also we were set up for wandavision which was what whatever the show is it is but it was the first marvel tv show there was a big hype around this idea of okay it's moving uh, like the medium is moving to tv at home what's it like is it going to work is it going to be good or bad and i think that hype alongside the lockdown did not help birds of prey at all no never does yeah no a lot of films around that time took a hit and it's understandable jolly i'm still here sorry i'm just plugging my my phone in it's dying where are you i can't see you mentioned margaret robbie but he went he went off to the corner to rob one oh of course sorry boys hey i'm finished are you are you wearing a harley quinn outfit Oh, he's cutting out. Oh, he's cut. It's Charlie's internet this yeah, week. Yeah, it's not what? my internet. Yeah. In all fairness, Charlie hasn't got internet yet. Oh, he's smiling. He's, he's so cute. He's got an extra. He's got an extra floor in his house. He's. It's gonna stretch. <laughs> oh, he's fully just frozen. It's because he plugged his phone in. His Hold on, I'm taking the screenshot. <laughs> took, off, took off the entire got, electrics from the whole house. I got the screenshot. He looks a bit like Chris Pratt. He's so happy. cute. Um, I guess we're going to edit this part out. Nah, leave it in. <laughs> leave the whole thing in. Shall I Shall move on? Hold on a sec. Let me. Uh... Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to let him come back. Go and come back. We spoke about Harley Quinn too much. He's like, I can't help it. I cannot do it. <laughs> it's like bending. Rikish, what is your um? You know that song. Your your song that you always used to listen to. I can't go for that. Oh, Oh, Hall and Oates. Yes, that popped up on the radio the other day, man. I really thought of you. I was trying to record it, but I was driving. I was like, I immediately turned it up. I was like, Tanya, you have no idea what this means to me. Swerving all over the road. I was Can you pause the recording? Or I, I actually can, can just... actually. Yeah, that's fine. That's all it matters. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. Where did we stop? Uh, it's okay. We, we paused it after you left yeah. because you were wasting so much of everyone's time. Right, so we finished Birds of Prey. Uh, we spoke about One Division coming out afterwards. So the next film to come out and again have an effect through the lockdown is Wonder Woman 1984. Came out end of the year of 2020. 
200 mil budget. It made 169 mil. Uh, critical response is 58%. Audience is 73%. Um, so, Wonder Woman 1984, this is the sequel. Set in 1984, if it wasn't obvious. And can you quickly finds... just um, just explain the critical and uh, thingy percentage? Yes, yeah, absolutely. What it is? Or it yeah, what it is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a uh, critical response. So this is from Rotten Tomato. So they will pull from stats of critics, people that are okay. professionally paid and educated to review a film. And a general audience response is what we as just general people will respond. Mm -hmm. um, there is a parameter to these percentages. You know, there is their, their formulas that kind of work and don't work in different websites. But this is the most generally gone to. I don't really hold too much to it. I don't care. If yeah, they seem quite inconsistent. Yeah. They are quite yeah. inconsistent, but I wanted to give a little generalistic response because we're talking about a fair few years ago and what it yeah. meant for people at the time. Um, so, yeah, that's what that is. So as a little synopsis, um, this sequel finds Diana, uh, princess, facing new challenges as she encounters the Dreamstone, an artifact that grants wishes. As the world falls into chaos due to the stone's powers, Diana must confront Maxwell, Lord, and Cheetah, a friend turned enemy. Did we watch it? Because I did not. No, I didn't. Nope. No. No, I don't think anyone did. This is the first film I think I've read that has actually made a proper loss. Loss because yeah. it was budgeted two hundred million. It made one hundred sixty nine. That's wow. Okay. Like Birds of Prey was February in the lockdown in the beginning, and it still made double its budget at the very least. But this is a big. I think this was a big knock on the door for Marvel. Um, DC, damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it was no, Marvel. Right, so no Marvel does the knocking. No. <laughs> Marvel is I the, am one, the one that knocks. <laughs> um, so just to let you know, when this dropped in December 2020, uh, the following month, January 2021, is when WandaVision actually released. So that sort of build-up of, of that lockdown grey zone of what's happening, Marvel released theirs. Okay. Okay. I do want to say, um, thought is yeah. actually really good wonder woman yeah i really like her as wonder woman yes Again, yeah 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 absolutely gal Gadot as a casting as wonder woman she was like one of the best parts of like batman v superman yeah um, her yeah. casting was i think i preferred her more than a lot of the other cast to be honest yeah. with you the whole justice League. cyborg or flash for sure they were they were good i just think wonder woman was more like yeah i can envision her uh, as Wonder Woman, and it's true. I don't think it was, and she is a, a model gone acting. I think her first acting role was in the Fast and Furious films as Han's really? love interest. Yeah, to yeah. my knowledge. She's good. She's a good actress. And she no, does, she is. She very well. So now we come to what Fraser wanted to talk about is Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, released March of 2021. So just to kind of, you know, it took 70 mil more to finish his version. Um, and obviously... Sorry, was that uh, one the, seven or seven zero? Seven zero. Seven zero. It took more to finish his one. Mm. Who the yeah. fuck? Did Warner Brothers no, act for 70 million more? Like Warner Brothers just were to like... finish well, a film that should have already been finished. In all fairness, this was, this was one of the few times where the fans the people asked for it hashtag Zack snyder cut 
And if you have that much of a of people knocking on your door, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna respond. This wasn't them coming out of the blue. They wouldn't have done it otherwise because the film wasn't finished. It was just rumored that there's this Zack Snyder version. And they were like, it's not finished. There's a version, but um, the 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 box office was not specified. It was released on HBO Max for streaming. Uh, speculated that it lost money overall, but the critical response was seventy one percent, and the audience response was ninety three. Uh, and everyone that I've everyone but everyone I've spoken to have watched it have said it was a much better film. Yeah, Brace, yeah. You, you, it's not hard. Yeah, it is. It's right. It's not hard. I mean, you yeah. can make a you know a better piece of shit after your first shit is <laughs> still shit. <laughs> but, true, yeah. true. I didn't watch it. I can't. I can't uh, give too much. I know it was four hours long. Right, it was an yeah. hour apiece. That's that's how much they had to stitch it I'm, I'm together. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's... Did you just say what the Snyder cut is four hours long? Yeah, yeah. it's cut put into uh, four parts. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you're cutting out quite badly, mate. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me try it. Is this better? Yeah, yeah not not. Fine. Not visually or audio, but no, thank you for changing I've, the I've released the mic from being oh down. yeah, it might might be a bit better. Yeah. Probably will yeah. help, yeah. Cool. But uh yeah. Four hours um, is, yeah, four hours is too long. So you didn't watch the oh, original one, Rick? No. I didn't see the original. Do you want to watch the Zack Snyder one? <laughs> I thought I thought about watching, like if I'm gonna watch it, I'll I'd rather watch the Snyder cut if it's better. Yeah. I'm yes, not watching 100%. a four-hour fucking Justice League movie. Are you taking the piss? We no, should we no, should no. try it. We should try it. No. We should try it's it together. All in one place. That we would be try. awesome. We should do um, a, a commentary of it. Running commentary. That would be cool. We'd I would love to. Four hours. <laughs> it would just be Rickish going to do a lot of four hours. What the fuck is this? Have you all seen the Snyder Cut or the original Justice League? I've seen the original. I've watched the Snyder yeah, only the OG. Um, I've seen I heard both good of things. them. Okay, so after watching the Justice League, which you agree is shit, mm-hmm. are you gonna? Are you willing to sit down for another four hours to rewatch a film that should have been done properly the first time round? But you're gonna sit there for an extra hour and a half and watch what it should have been in the first place. If I you get to well. sit with. If I get to sit with you, Rikesh, yes, I absolutely will. I think there would be gold in that experience, mate. Gold. I think we uh, should just watch Rikesh watching it. That would yes, yes. We do commentary on that. Yeah, and we can there just comment, the, yeah, do uh, commentary Rikesh, on Rikesh reaction. Yeah, just be like, oh my I, god, yeah, he's I'm sweating. Down he's twitching. Is that blood? Is blood coming out of his ears? What the fuck? Oh, is that? Mate. <laughs> so, phrase, you would say that it's a better film, but is it a good film? It is it just shouldn't take four hours to be a good film you know yes it shouldn't take that out of your life but it is it is a good film or maybe they could have cut it in half somehow but then i don't know where that cut off point would be but yeah it's 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 good like i think the reason is it delves more into like the backstories of cyborg uh, and also the flash Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so it does that a bit more um, four hours you better be telling me some backstory yeah and it's kind of it makes things lead because you know like the, the synopsis is all over the place right? but it makes connecting those things and leading up to all of those things and then the well, end fight, it makes it a bit better 
when I uh, looked into the synopsis, it just said, this is an extended director's cut version of Justice League with additional footage and a different narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. It's like the heroes come together to he prevent the catastrophic arrival of Darkseid while facing internal conflicts and challenges. It's so broad mm-hmm. and generic yeah. as, a, as, a, as a synopsis. I was like, all right, cool. Huh. Mm-hmm. Sounds, uh, sounds worthy. Just... And a different narrative. I love that. And a different narrative. Yeah, whoever is writing um, it just couldn't be bothered. I think. Yeah, but um, so just a li- yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. Not gonna lie, I like I like the it. way it ended. It ended a lot better. I think that's one of the main takeaways. It did end a lot better, which is the aftertaste left of any yeah. film. And in all fairness, all the people that I uh, saw it said I enjoyed it, and they watched us say an hour or two a night. It wasn't necessarily sitting down everyone in one go because it is in sort of like how um, the hateful eight is of the extended cut. You don't watch it in one go. You watch it in like a book chapter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I heard it was better. I just didn't know if it was a good film by itself. But I think Fraser said it perfectly. You shouldn't need four hours to make it good. No. 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 You need a better director, better writers, better actors. That'll do it. Just better everything. <laughs> better everything, a different storyline that you need, and then it'll be a good film, maybe. I think you and might as well if if you if you stick to the criteria of everything being different, then just go watch Marvel because everything is different and it did do better. And better. If you want yeah. to see a good film? Go watch a Marvel film. There you go. Fuck DC. It's the whole, there's the whole DC trailer. Hey, you really want to watch this? I, there is a, Are you sure? There's another showing. So um, really? at the same time, in the same month, the same year, while Zack Snyder's came out again on streaming, HBO Max, um, The Falcon and Winter Soldier was released on Marvel, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, well, we're in that, in that phase of Marvel. We're in that phase. We've already gone to the after effects of Marvel and we're still yeah. trying to like get Zack Snyder's a cut. So we move on from Zack Snyder's Justice League to in 2021's The Suicide Squad. This mm. is James Gunn in that small window when he was let go from Marvel from his own controversies before going back to do uh, Guardians Volume 3. So the Suicide, the Suicide Squad had a 185 mil budget and it made 168 mil worldwide, which is quite uh, surprising. A loss again, um, okay. A loss again. It was critical response, 90%, audience, 82 I have not personally watched this. I would. I want to, though. I've heard really good things. Um, so um, a movie directed by James Gunn serving as a sequel slash reboot to the 2016 film. Amanda Waller assembles a team of dangerous supervillains known as Task Force S, X of the Suicide Squad to complete a high-risk mission on the South American island of Cortomal. Their objective is to destroy a secret lab and eliminate evidence of Project Starfish. Along the way, they face formidable enemies and personal challenges while showcasing action, humor, and a fresh take on the characters. Yeah, sounds all I know from this is it was a very James Gunn movie. People really enjoyed it. And all I know about this is um John Cena's characters when he went on to do his own show. Yeah, it was it was uh I didn't watch it too long ago, actually. And uh yeah, watching John Any Cena's good? um Peacemaker was pretty cool. And yeah, it was definitely a reboot because they had the whole like first scene with some of the original characters and then they all get like killed. Spoilers. Oh apart from obviously Margot Robbie. Um yeah. and then they introduced yeah. some new ones like uh Idris Elba. And uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. 
you know, <laughs> Idris Elba and uh, John Cena kind of rivalry going on. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I can see why it made what it did is kind of like just another throwaway film, I guess. <laughs> I think people saw the tag of Suicide Squad. Like, the only thing that would have bored people like myself is James Gunn. I'm like, cool, I mm-hmm. like you. I would imagine what you could do with like a sort of the odd ones out of the superheroes and villains. That's his, that's his vibe. That's where he excels, you know, uh, the odd ones out. And this does mark business and politically speaking, James Gunn and DC's sort of first contact and where it leads us, where, which I'll touch upon later. Mm-hmm. Did any of you guys watch it as well? No, no, no I did. I actually do want to watch it though. I, I will watch it eventually. Might as well. But, oh, yeah. yeah, one of the things I've just thought about as well, though, you, when you've got the original thing like Suicide Squad and then you make one called The Suicide Squad, it's kind of like you're saying this one is the definitive version and you can disregard the old one. Yeah. Which I'm, yeah, it, it didn't even really do that, I don't think. So I don't know why you would bother. Yeah, like it's a half-assed reboot, and it? it's yeah. like, well, we liked some of what we had, so we're going to try again. No, you can't try again. That's not how it works. You can't just try again. Yeah. You have, if you're going to try again, you have to try again from the very beginning. Like, you know, if you're revamping Spider-Man, you know, mm-hmm. and even Marvel and Sony learned that lesson with Spider-Man. You know, like you can't like the Andrew Garfield ones were almost throw away, even though they're mm-hmm. one of like some of my favorites. But they are kind of throw away yeah. when you compare them because it's like it was too much at once. We were getting too much Spider-Man, too much origin. And it, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's yeah. a soft reboot where I think <clears throat> DC by this point was doing too much of that. They were still trying to touch upon things and kind of introduce things or sneak things in through other films. It's like, no, this isn't like Thor Ragnarok where you're kind of doing a backhanded Hulk story at the same time. They're doing that once in a blue moon and they need to do that for, and they're doing it well. But no, I mean, the name didn't pull me at the time. And I, I think August 2021, we were still in that on and off lockdown mode, depending on what country you was in at the time. Uh, yeah. It is a film that I would love to watch at home with you guys. But like, chill, get some food, no issues there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it is one of those films, actually, yeah. Mm. I mean, like, so, if, I mean, they've done this, what, twice now? They've done first Justice League, and then they've redone it with that... The Zack Snyder's yeah. director cut, which yeah. tells me that you know the studio obviously saw the first one was like this is pretty shit. Let's dump an extra seventy million into redoing it to make it a little bit better, even if it is four hours long. You've got the second version of the Suicide Squad, which is like okay, we know our first version was pretty shit, so we're going to reboot it again under a whole new director with a whole new cast and put that out there, see if you like it. And apparently that still flopped as well. They made a twenty million loss, or almost twenty million loss. Yeah. So that tells me, like, you know, DC just don't know what they're doing, man. They might have money, but they don't know what they're doing with it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. So we move on to the next film. I don't know why I personally am annoyed by this film. <laughs> I've not watched it, but I'm like, it just pisses me off. The next film is Black Adam. It's released in October 2022. We're now kind of more or less officially out of the lockdown mode. We've kind of gone back to as close to normality as we could. The cinema realm has opened up more. This had a 210 mil budget and it made 389 mil. Critical response is 38%. Audience is 88%. Oh, and wow. as a, yes, as a, 
Oh, and just to mention for the Suicide Squad before, apologies to jump back. The Marvel was at What If stage and Shang-Chi. Not doing all that much. Not not their strongest, yeah. Yeah, but the, I mean, What If was amazing, though. In all fairness. What, if was what If was yeah, great. What If was great. Shang-Chi very was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, both yeah. very niche audiences. But, and but this is but that all... released straight to uh, Disney Plus as well, wasn't it? No, that was cinemas yeah. as well. It oh, came yeah. out pretty quickly. I think. It came yeah. out quick, yeah, because I think I just waited for it. Yeah, I did as well. But in all fairness, this is post Endgame, so we're all going to be a bit disregarded. If you want to know our opinion on Marvel, yeah. please go check out our Marvel party. Yeah. So Black Adam, um, in ancient Karnak or something, Teth Adam was bestowed the almighty powers of the gods. After using these powers for vengeance, he was imprisoned, becoming Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years have passed, and Black Adam has gone from a man to myth to legend. Now free, his unique form of justice born out of rage is challenged by modern-day heroes who form the Justice Society, ah, hmm. Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Atom Smasher, and Cyclone. This was quoted to be the revival of the DCEU, with Dane Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character, Black Adam, at its centre, teasing even Henry Cavill's Superman and its implied Adam versus Supers at the end of the movie. This obviously was not the case as the film was a bomb. Yeah, this is the problem, isn't it? Like, they they have quite a good premise there. Like, when you said the first, what, paragraph and a half or maybe two paragraphs, perfect, like, okay, I'd watch that. Yeah, The Rock playing, like, you know, a castaway that's been away for thousands of years, become a legend. This sounds very fucking Maui from uh, Moana, but, you know, we've seen <laughs> he nailed that role. I'm sure he'll do it awesome as Black Adam. Yeah, you know, a lot darker, grittier cool and then it was like oh but then we're going to bring in this character this character this character this character how have you not fucking learned mm -hmm. to just let a person have their solo film properly you can have two superheroes and one villain tops in your origin story but don't fucking overload it yeah it was yeah. an overload new i think if they re-brought back in old characters that we recognize okay it's a bit more understandable bringing wonder woman or flash but no, no it ruins it straight away it takes everything away from it it does no, no, no. i, like, I, it does. I, I do homecoming, believe you right? homecoming is like this perfect reboot for spider-man you know we've already met him a couple of times where he's been in the things uh, you know uh, civil war and stuff so like you know we've already, we already know the spider-man he gets his his origin story and iron man is in it once and it's, he's the only superhero that really appears in that film, apart from... No? I think it's just... America in it's, videos. It's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little characters. Yeah. Easter eggs. Easter you know, you can do little Easter eggs, but they're not in it. You know what no. I mean? Like, yeah. you don't take that away from the main character. Otherwise, it's just, oh, okay, it's yeah. now a Iron Man film rather than a Spider-Man film. And, the, you know, you've got to balance it. Mm -hmm. they, I... don't, they, can't, they can't help themselves. No. Yeah, I think for The Rock, like I like The Rock generally speaking. He is a fan favorite cast. Like he's been wanting to be Black Adam. Fans have been imagining him for probably about ten years. Like it's been on the on on the works for a while now. But I just yes. didn't like the cockiness of it all, man. The audacity of like I'm not even saying The Rock himself, his PR, the way they were throwing like, I'm the center of this, and this is what it's going to be. Black Adam is a Shazam villain. Don't tease to fight Henry Cavill when we don't even know what's happening with his Superman at the end of the film. Don't mm -hmm. bring in a justice society that we don't know. And, you know, apparently Briz, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate was really good, apparently. That's all I've really heard about it. But like Charlie said, you're, you're putting too much in it and you're not even connecting it to the original people. Like, 
Start with Shazam, bro. Start with the, the main reason that you're here and you are a villain. And yeah. I just did not like the, the the audacity they had with it, man. They were just got way too cocky and like DC, calm down. In the it's movie just universe, messy, isn't it? It's like it's giving messy. a hyper hyper kid a load of crowns and a blank. Have you guys yeah. seen Black Adam? Have you both seen I it? I haven't seen it. I think no, like, I have kind not. of shows that we I have jumped not. off jumped off a of DC around Ackerman. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> I've not seen it either, but I imagine like The Rock being the main cast. Like The Rock nowadays, he kind of plays the exact same character in every single film that he's in, whether it's like Fast and Furious or whatever. He's he's like the big, strong <laughs> tank guy, and that's the same character that he's typecast in every single movie that he plays. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. feel like I need to watch it to see The Rock with a bit of magical powers taking down some people because I've seen The Rock do that in every other film. It doesn't sound like anything different to any other rock movie. Like the rock might have been a favorite for the role, but I, you could have given this to anyone else. It was like most of the budget for this movie was used to pay the rock to be in the movie, and yeah. it, and, and it's still bombed. Star power. Like, they're, what they're, they're, they're looking for star power. But have you noticed that when someone's like a fan favorite to play a character? it always ends up so like underwhelming because your idea of what they're going to be and what they're actually going to be is two very different things. What you need is someone who you pay called a casting director to actually hunt out talent <laughs> and find someone who no one expects. And then all of a sudden, bang, you've got something that could even be yeah. someone people already know, but if they do a good job yeah. of it and it's like, wow, they're actually going to play it. Well, cool. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's exciting. Whereas, you know, you go, yeah. Emma Watson yeah. playing Belle, you know, like everyone was like, yeah, she'd be so good. She'd be so good. No. I mean, personally, I love Emma Watson, <laughs> but it was, it was nowhere near the animation. <laughs> no, I, I, that's a separate thing. But I mean, the only reason I didn't yeah. like her as Belle was, I, it's not she can't act, she's done it really well, but I'm like, I'm, it's sometimes when someone's too much of a star, I'm like, I'm not looking at Belle, I'm looking at Emma Watson. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. much on the nose. But anyway, exactly. I know we digress. Yeah. So, so would you be happy for us to move on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the next one, and we're, we're towards the end now of this particular part, boys. So the next one is Shazam! Lightning, please. Fury of the Gods, uh, the sequel to the original um, Shazam movie. Did this is March out? 20... Yes, March oh. 2023 it came out. Um, that is a big... I'm glad that you wow. said that phrase because a big thing about this movie was it was very under-advertised. A lot of people oh, didn't yeah. know. So, I, I saw it around, but... Um, I, I think literally I literally saw two. There was a sequel. There was a sequel. There was a sequel, yes. Um, I think I saw two adverts for it, literally. <laughs> I saw adverts for it, but I didn't feel I didn't feel the need to go watch it. They were probably both in the same day as well. Probably. Oh, so just to put it out there as well, Black Adam, um, Marvel, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever came out. That's the stage that yeah. we're talking about. That's, that's the stage that we're talking about. So Shazam Fear of the Gods, um, 125 mil budget. It made 133 mil uh, worldwide. Critical response was 49%, audience 86. And as a little synopsis, Shazam, bestowed with the power of the gods, Billy Batson and his fellow foster kids are still learning how to juggle teenage life with their adult superhero alter egos. When a vengeful trio of ancient gods arrive on Earth in search of the magic stolen from them long ago, Shazam and his allies get thrust into a battle for their superpowers, their lives and the fate of the world. You know what the problem is with DC surrounding like this? 
came Marvel, way too late, bro. Marvel doesn't have competition, and now we're in this kind of stage with Marvel as well. If DC was holding it up, and we could say, oh, wow, DC's doing really well, but Marvel's Phase 5 is just not really... We could probably have some hope that they would actually pull their socks up and do a bit better. But while both of them are on downward slopes, it's doesn't look great. Yeah. But ma- yeah. look, not in a bad way. Marvel's earned it. There is an up and there is a down. There is an incline and decline. Everything has its moment, and I'm sure Marvel will come back. But there's been none of that for DC in my mind. Man of Steel <laughs> was one of the first and only films I've really enjoyed. And that wasn't even a DCEU film. It was just like, oh, it worked. Let's carry on and see where we go. Maybe we can do a Marvel. And I'm like, either copy them like for like, either do it the way they've done it. Introduce your phase one characters. As Charlie said, do an individual film, build them up, make me care, let me enjoy the cast and their adventure then throw them against each other, with each other, around each other. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Very simple storytelling. You know, any kind of character you bring into any story, you introduce them first. Or, or, you know, you just introduce them properly. And then if they've got friends and whatever, you introduce them properly. You allow allow your main character to have their their emotional journey that doesn't involve... You know, everyone being involved all the time, you know? Yeah. We, you know, even to make a comparison, for example, right? So these are films that we've kind of hit our own little nail on the head of there's too much happening or there's too many, you know, characters and being thrown in. So just to chuck in, and we're going to talk about the first film, not the second one. So there's no spoilers. Spider Man into the Spider Verse, yeah? A Spider Man mm-hmm. that we're fa- fairly familiar with. Yeah, GG claps. And obviously they introduced what, four or five other Spider People? Yeah. in that yeah. one film yeah. within what less than two hours worth of a film you got everyone's story you got everyone where everyone was coming you had enough but you still cared about the main character didn't pull focus and it done it well as an ip that like dc what they've done is it's, it's familiar it's comical you know a little bit about it okay batman and superman's a bit more more well-known than all the spider-man but still that balance just from that proficiency of writing yeah yeah that says it all it works and it works with a hundred other films that you don't know anything about and you watch it and you think i like that film <laughs> about five yeah. different people yeah it spends about 25 percent of the film at the beginning telling the story of miles morales and that's what yeah. that's what you're there to see and then you can fuck around and show him with other people and whatever but you've given him that you've yeah. given him it you have and to also build they a weren't stable the main foundation focus. yeah yeah they were yeah, just they like weren't. supporting yeah. characters for miles's story which is yeah, fine, exactly. But Miles still had his his time in the spotlight. You still you still saw his story, his background, his art, and he still got all of that development. DC don't do that. DC don't give characters time to develop, or they just <clears throat> shove as much as you can in, so they have a nice looking trailer with all these fucking characters Absolutely. and all like these descriptions yeah. with all these people in there. And you're like, oh my god, that sounds really good. Then you watch it on screen, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Why is Batman mm. being lifted into the sky with bats? It doesn't make any sense. The yeah. trailer films in there. Trailer films. Yeah. Kid with a cra- with crowns. <laughs> but just to touch back on, none of us have watched Shazam: Fear of the Gods, right? No. Hell no. No. Again, it's a film that I wouldn't mind watching. A lot of people said that it just came a little bit too late. Like the hype train of the original Shazam. 
it came a little bit too late after it. Like maybe if it was a year or so before, we would have been a bit more inclined, myself included. But I'm still happy to go watch it at one point, you know, film it, Netflix it. But eh, it is what it is at this point for me. Especially when the universe it ties into is no, it's kind of like breaking down at this point around it. Yeah. So um, again, in Marvel reflection is um, Shazam two came out, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania came out um, a month before. Oh, That's where shit. it was in Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I've heard bad things. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we come to the very end of this particular segment of this list, and we come to what it is. The Flash. Now, I made a note here that when I wrote this report, this was about two weeks ago. This was three and a half weeks out. So the budget was 190 mil. And the worldwide, the box office wasn't established yet because it was still new. It said it was estimated, but opening weekend stats is looking like to be a bomb. Now, listening to more up to date in the last couple of weeks, um, potties and, and reviews and whatnot, it's looking not just to be a bomb, but DC's biggest bomb yet. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Apparently so. Uh, The critical response is 65%. Audience is 84. So as a little synopsis, the flash pulls from the Flashpoint comic story that sees Barry Allen travel back in time to change the course of events that led to his mother's murder when he was a child. Chaos ensues, 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 when his, thank you, when his time jump creates an alternate reality in which the Justice League doesn't exist. Oh, good. He just comes back and like, oh my God, what's happening? What do you mean? What, what's, what's, the, what's the Justice League? What's the DC? Dun, dun, dun. It looks like they're doing it again. It looks good, man. The trailer looked good to me. Yeah, but that's how it always is. Really, I know. Just that's what Rick is always say to me. Good trailers, yeah, yes. make shit films. No, good the trailers, trailers do sure. not look good, guys. Come on, the trailer for Flash I actually looks seen so the trailer. bad. Yeah, it actually doesn't even look that great. The yeah, CG yeah. is awful in the trailer. Just watching it, I was like, they nobody cared about this. They literally was like, we've spent three hundred mil. We have to put something out. All right, like they literally, I feel like Corridor Crew like edited most of it. <laughs> but it's because again, like they've the only thing they've proved is that they can't do these superhero team ups, and they're just doing it again. They got Supergirl in I there. Is it the same? Batman. Is it the same Supergirl from the TV show? I no, think no, it's not. No, it's something brand else. new Supergirl. I think she looks really good. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton's OG Batman, which mm-hmm. star power wasn't enough to pull. No. Does that uh, mean Michael that Shannon those, came back those films are, are DCEU now, though? Um, I think no, no, no. So obviously when the Flash comes back in the Flashpoint storyline, he comes back to an alternative reality. So technically he's entered the 1989 Batman reality, if that makes sense. Oh. Or no. It's not the original one. It's specified that it's still an alternative reality. But yeah, this is the problem. This, 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 yeah, this. I know, I know, I know. They're, I know. they're trying to do, and, and with this film, they're trying to do what um, No Way Home did. Yeah, 100%. And, oh, yeah. and it's not going to work. No, well, it's definitely not going to work now. No way. But this is their... I think this is, this is what they needed in a sense because... This is their way of capping off this broken DCE, which no longer exists, by the way, 
because it's it's a retcon now. It's a flashpoint storyline. It resets everything. So within their own universe, they kind of can justify, oh, this our Batman's not this Batman anymore. This Superman's not our Superman anymore. It's their way of in comic book logic resetting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Ending contracts. Yeah. It's not I'm not gonna call it smart because it's been done in the comics a hundred times. It's already no, an that idea that's existed. Smart for DC. Uh, Warner Brothers to be more yeah, yeah Warner Brothers yeah I think you're right there yeah absolutely I think it was necessary um, it'd be yeah. smart for them just to stop yeah yeah well, really think also, everyone needs to take a break um, and just to kind of compare it to Marvel at this particular time uh, Secret Invasion has come out um, same month on Disney Plus oh. I've watched a couple of episodes I've enjoyed it so far okay same yeah I haven't watched it yet. I haven't started it yet. But I will. I, I will. Yeah, I, I think I've watched the first three and I'm going to wait for another, the next three to, to go and I'll watch them back to back. Because oh, okay. I don't want to watch it one and wait. I just want to get through it. So that um, is... Sorry, 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 sorry. Go on, Ricky. No, I was just going to say, um, with this, this Flash film, is it the same Flash who was in the last films? Because I know that there's something up with the actor and he went running away. So we're gonna yeah, touch on that. On, we're gonna touch on that on the next segment. It's Ezra Miller. Yes, okay. this is his final role. Okay. Um okay. They, okay. they Warner Brothers kind of said they're gonna release him. So this has been the list, the the stats and the synopsis of the DCEU. So thank you for listening to this segment. I know it's been long, boys, um, but to get on this journey, but it was necessary to really go through it again. So, the next segment is the DCEU controversies. So, this is what was happening during all of these releases and what, what was adding to it in the real world rather than just, it's a good film, it's a bad film, it's shit, it's ugly, whatever. This was what was kind of happening around it. So, I called it ugly. <laughs> I always say ugly because I always think of the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think that always just is the terminology there. It's rude. Some of, some of it was like, shut up. It was disappointing, all right? Oh, How's that? Is that better? Oh, <laughs> right. So some of the controversies. Um, so one of it is naturally the critical reception. Is, is It's been such a mixed critical reception of all the films. So like while movies like Wonder Woman and Shazam were generally well-received, others such as Batman v Superman and Justice League faced significant criticism leading to debates among fans and critics about the direction and quality of the cinematic universe of DCEU. Um, there is Zack Snyder's vision. So the production of Justice League becoming highly controversial. And then... Moving on to the whole hashtag, uh, release the Snyder Cut. And again, to a certain extent, even though it is an advocation of more DCEU, it's also a backlash against the original release as well, because people are like, we have rejected this piece of however, whatever you want to call it, so much. We've rejected this OG one that we want the better one, the, the one that, as Charlie even says it, like the way you imagine something to be. And the way Fraser said, it's a good film. Shouldn't take four hours to be a good film, though. Mm. Um, So this is what I wanted to touch on. So the original 2016 Suicide Squad uh, faced controversies surrounding its editing and the final product. The film's marketing and trailers showcased a very different tone and style, leading to high expectations. However, the final theatrical version faced criticism for its disjointed narrative and pacing, causing speculation speculation about the studio's involvement in the editing process and 
what that reflects is when people responded to the um, trailer of Suicide Squad, they were like, oh, it's going to be this type of film. You know, it had like, I think it was a Queen song as well. Like, it's going to be jovial. It's going to be bouncy and fun. The movie editors were like, shit. Oh, this is what people are expecting now. Okay, let's go back and re-edits, reshoots. And they tried to mash all of these expectations together and obviously it didn't work. Doesn't work like that. Yeah. I know I'm reading a lot. If there's anything you want to jump in on, please do. Cool. Cool. Okay, yeah. okay. So there's been a lot of directorial directorial changes in the DCEU. Um so, for instance, before Justice League, director Rick Famuyiwa, apologies about the pronunciation, departed from The Flash due to creative, creative differences. Seth Graham Smith had previously left the project for the same reason. Additionally, Ben Affleck, who was initially set to write, direct and star in the standalone Batman film, stepped down from the director's chair, leading to Matt Reeves taking over the project, leading in The Batman starring Robert Pattinson. So it was okay. the decline and him stepping down that led to the Batman of 2022. Uh, mm. So there's obviously been fan backlash and studio response. So fan reactions to certain DCEU films, especially Batman v Superman and Justice League, have been polarizing. While some fans appreciated the movies, other expressed disappointment and criticized various creative choices. Uh, Warner Brothers has responded to the feedback by reevaluating his approach and making uh, efforts to address fan concerns. This led to Batman v Superman, the extended cut, in which some fans argued that the extended version addressed some of the narrative issues and provided a more coherent story. Uh, this led to debates about the effectiveness of the theatrical version, the studios and the studio's decision to release an extended cut. Um, and yeah, the whole Henry Cavill moustache sort of thing. So I didn't even know that Batman v Superman even itself, like Justice League, got an extended cut release as well. Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. Did it? Yeah. I had no idea. Do we find out what happened I'm to the horse about. at the beginning? Charlie really needs to know. <laughs> Charlie was like, come here, come here, boy. It's all right, it's all right. It was like one of them scenes on the beach where we run in slow motion towards each other, just in arms. <laughs> But what, like, I can't imagine how they could improve that with more longer run with more. Did, uh, have you seen? Did you see it, or you just heard about? No, it? Not, I didn't even know it existed until I done this yeah. research. It, it feels like it rings a bell, but I probably forgot about it straight away. Because everyone mm. knows what when you're trying to create something, what makes it better is adding more of the same thing. That's what I do when I put too much salt in my food. I add more. It just works, guys. If that Batman fight scene is longer, then that's that's fine. It's, it is longer, but it's just on loop. It's just him jumping. Wait, it's just he, him jumping he, he's done this. He already kicked that guy. He's going back down and kicking everyone. Kicks Martha. It's like 12 okay. frames per fall. <laughs> ah, ah, oh, whoa. It's just one falling, one guy falling oh. over. Shots. <laughs> It's Batman! It's Batman! It's Batman! They got I'm Quentin Batman. Tarantino to, to shoot it. <laughs> yes. Oh, mate, I would. I would. Happily. <laughs> so now we move on to what Rikesh was mentioning of the Ezra Miller, aka the Flash controversy. Now listen, there is a lot, heck of a lot of shit that goes into this, and I've watched a lot of people talk about this guy, and it's not been fun. I'll be honest with you, there's been a lot of negativity to read into this stuff. Um, I just want to first and foremost say that this person obviously has a lot of mental health issues happening. 
that I'm not going to just, I don't want to advocate or jump on the hype wagon of people being like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. And that judgment kind of fueling our, not that we have a massive fan base for our podcast, but you know, when people use it to boost okay, their okay, numbers okay. and I'm not saying that this person has a All mental right. health issue. There is a problem here. So Ezra Miller has been has had many allegations, charges, and arrests put against him throughout his run as the Flash in um, DC. Just EU. want to stop you, Sahan. Yes. Uh, they go by they, just to be safe. Ezra, Ezra Miller goes by uh, they them they them yeah. Oh, is it they them? I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. This is obviously what I'm copying and pasting a little bit. So it's that language there. So. Um, yeah, so um, has been had a lot of uh, allegations, charges, and arrests put against them throughout um, their run as the Flash in the DCEU, such as choking a woman in a bar. Yeah, uh, there's been elements of uh, multiple emotional, abusive, and violent outbursts, assaults, and offensive comments in the DC panels in Comic Con, to name a few. Wow. This drop in um, Ezra Miller's mental health and ultimately. Ezra Miller's bankability has led to DC to let go of them completely and to recast after the 2023 movie, The Flash. There is a lot more that comes with this as well. Um, Dude, at Comic-Con with your own fans and shit, that, that's mm -hmm. not the time to be a dick. Yeah, yes. the man's, a man's choked the woman. Let's just, I think, because of comments at Comic-Con. The, the ridiculous all this stuff aside like when you're at comic-con you're there representing your movie to see your fans who are excited to see you that is not the time to be a dick to your to your your fan base and cussing people and i mean I'm not that's seeing why but that's why i say that this is a reflection on his mental health because he's apparently uh well ezra Miller's apparently come from uh the theater and i know that to my knowledge the transfer from theater on stage and that sort of thing to hollywood is a big change i'm not saying that this is a reason but i'm sure it's an additive to this person's decline in their mental health and their reactions i'm not excusing it i'm just trying to understand it rather than judge it that sounds yeah. like a weak ass excuse to me to be a dick i came from the no, theater fair, man, fair. you, you get to have your opinion and you should because it was that, a that nice was a what that person was doing just saying, if this was Marvel, drops. Oh, drop. Very easy. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. James Gunn made a comment on like Twitter or something, and they let him go for like a year, even though people say it might have been a stunt or something. But he was like, never going to be let go permanently, for sure. No way. Marvel were never going to let James Gunn just walk permanently. You never. Okay, we're go we're going to get to that, Rikesh. We're going to get to that. So right, we'll the last, the last controversy is Amber Heard. Um, oh, aka God. the mirror controversy, which I forgot about this. So, this is perhaps the most publicized controversy affecting DC is Amber Heard's legal battle with ex husband Johnny Depp. Since their divorce in 2017, they've been involved in an ongoing legal proceedings, including Depp's defamation, defamation suit against Heard. The negative attention surrounding the case has led to calls on social media for Heard to be removed from Aquaman 2 with a petition garnering millions of signatures. The overall negative publicity has placed a strain on the DCEU and the marketing of Aquaman The Lost Kingdom, with discussions of a potential boycott of the sequel circulating online. Currently, Heard is scheduled to appear in Aquaman 2 this December 2023. This is just to name a few controversy. They've had so much shit going on in every layer of 
from directors to cast to studio interference and backlash and fan there's been there's been there's been a problem every step of the way yeah it's crazy i think we're gonna run out of time soon aren't we yeah yeah too too bad um it's it's tough because a studio obviously (laughs) can't be seen to be supporting certain people's views or actions or ideals um but at the same time can you relate uh actors whatever they've done to the character they're playing on screen and to a whole movie production and all the people that depend on the movie doing well and things like that it's it's really complicated yeah when it when it comes down to it that way i I like i don't know if i agree with fans putting out petitions to get people off films because there's a bigger effect but yeah i see at the same time you know maybe you don't want somebody who doesn't represent your own ideals or things that you think or has offended you in any way to be in your media so yeah like jason momoa was ripping the shit out of her during the whole court case like he clearly didn't like her so yeah i mean i think that's why a lot of people were just like look if if even aquaman doesn't like working with her then just we're not we don't care about having her back like you know don't give this woman a fucking job and the thing is this thing has made her more famous Mm. you know the whole court trial was so fucking big like i think that's the first time i've ever really known the name amber heard you know what i mean like so yeah i I think like i think from the studio's point of view i think they would rather drop her but i think it's more of the case of like contracts and legal shit which is why she is going to be in this movie because maybe for contracted reasons or legal whatever it is like she is supposed to be in this movie she signed whatever she's meant to be signing and maybe she's fighting court battles to keep her in the movie i don't know the whole ins and outs of how these contracts and shit work man but i would imagine for the amount of people in general over the course of that trial who were shitting all over amber heard if this movie does come out and she is in it, I can tell you right now it's going to bomb because no one's going to watch yeah. it if Amber Heard is in that movie. But, 100%. And the studio must obviously know this, right? But the only reason they would keep her in there that I can think of would be because of her contract. Legality, That's so. the only logical thing I can think of and why they would keep her in the movie. That makes sense. I think yeah. it's always a question of whether studios and films take on board these people's personal lives, which is it's fair to be personal. I know it's been publicized and famous, but regardless of contracts, business, politics, what they can and can't do, what they should or shouldn't do, or even if a petition is being signed or not signed, people are seeing it and feeling a certain way. And that response is leaving that residue in the sort of the sort of in 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 the ingrains of dceu you know no one's gonna look back on this and go it was just shit films fair enough you know you can have a bad run but it's like oh but this was happening this was happening mm-hmm. oh that actor was oh it makes you feel differently when you know these things even it if leaves you, the air even around make... it all yes exactly yeah. it's like the all yeah. around it so with what's the movies that, that have happened the controversies and the backlash and the results this is the present result of all of this and the future so James Gunn and Peter Safran, who are now the new head of the DC, not DCEU, sorry, just of DC. So Rick, I don't think James Gunn's ever going to be able to go back in the foreseeable future to Marvel because he's now heading up the new lineup of DC. 
um, with Peter Safran, uh, their new project shall be reportedly released in the next year or so. And with Warner Brothers unlikely to attend San Diego Comic-Con this year, no major DC announcements are expected. However, the newly named DCU, DCU is what they're calling it now, movie and TV show, uh, show lineup has been released, which starting with the movies. So I'm going to go through a little list of their TV and movies and stuff. Before I do, what do you guys feel about this new creation of the DCU now? With, oh, um, they're, 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 so like, what, 15 years later, now they want to copy Marvel. Like, fuck yeah. the DCEU, let's just call it DCU. Yeah. Was it MCU? All right, cool. DCU. Yeah, we nailed it, boys. Yeah. Good job. Well done. Yeah, solid. Good stuff. <laughs> got it, boys. Fucking... <laughs> you got it, boys. But they're, they're just doing it again. Like, they've seen Marvel's, like, TV series, like, coming up, and now they want to see if they can get in on it as well. And <laughs> it's unlikely to be as good. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it could be good but it's that that journey's already been had i think yeah. that's the reality of it we've already gone through it um we're already in seen it successful yeah and we've seen it unsuccessful and it's like well even if you do well good on you but i if it can pull my attention it's it's gonna be like overstimulation as you phrase said we're in burnout mode yeah so i think if they do it well We'll, we'll go and watch them and you know that and we could possibly become dc fans in the next 20 years and then we'll be looking I back going, so. Fucking hell, I, you remember? So. I love dc yeah, and i think james gunn will do well i believe that to be the case he has the potential but we'll mm. see yeah. what this makes of great so just to, i'm only going to read the first little synopsis because it's the only thing that's really been released in terms of info and i'll read the rest i'll just read a quick little list so um the first thing that's been released is superman legacy so this is the only project with a release date of July 11th, 2025, written and directed by Gunn. Superman Legacy will follow Carlel as he uh, reconciles his extraterrestrial origins with his human family and upbringing. It sounds like a reboot of 2013 Spider-Man Man of Steel. Um, but with one yeah, but with one important change, Henry Cavill is not coming back as Superman. David Sweat and Rachel Brosnan are set to take on the roles of Superman and Lois Lane, with David Coruscant's most notable roles as Reed in the House of Cards. Not in the House of Cards, in House of Cards. That's why I wanted to put that in there for you guys. So Reed in House of Cards. Reed. If you see a picture of Reed, Coruscant, sweats. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. I do apologize for the names. Um, This guy was in House of Cards. Apparently so. He's a very Superman-looking man. And uh, Superman Legacy is based off a comic book of a bit more of his origins, a bit more of how he kind of grows up into his role. Oh, my God. The moustache on him makes me laugh. (laughs) Rakesh is showing a picture on his phone and um, Zoom is adding a moustache on it. He's very, 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 um, very Superman. I don't remember this guy being in House of Cards, but all right. This is a TV show. I think he was thingy's love interest. He was someone. I, I mean, I, I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. You're saying this is a, this, this is a TV show? No, sorry. This is a film. So this what I'm reading now are the films. Okay. So there's Superman Legacy film. There's one called the Superhero Team, The Authority. There's one called uh, the first Batman one is The Brave and the Bold, uh, which is going to have a Batman and Robin film with crossovers with other heroes. Oh, no. Um, this no, is also based off an animated series. Okay, okay. Not 
me. I'm not the one releasing guys. Damn it, sir. God damn it, sir. So the Brave and the Bold is going to be Batman and Robin. Uh, next film will be Supergirl, One Woman of Tomorrow. And the last one is <laughs> is Swamp Thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't need to say anything more than that. But these are obviously subject to change. But this is their movie lineup. I can't uh, wait. He... So, sort, it. <laughs> sort it out, Sirhan. Guys, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get on the horn. I'll talk words. to people. I will talk to people. We're not angry. Just disappointed. Just disappointed, oh. yes. All right, Dad, thank you. Do you want me to finish? Do you want me to get to the end of this? We're all hungry. We're all tired. And you keep interrupting me, all right? I read the films. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. Okay? Okay. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. If you're trying to listen to a more chilled out uh, podcast. And welcome. uh, This is for the uh, DCU, DCU TV shows. There is Creature Commandos. Waller, which is based on Amanda Waller's uh, character. Again, Viola Davis in the lead role. Uh, Booster Gold. There is a TV show called Lanterns coming out, which is the first time we'll be seeing the Green Lantern Corps since the Ryan Reynolds movie and their sort of thing in the live action. Paradise about that. Yep. Paradise <laughs> Lost, which is an element of a Wonder Woman story, but in a Game of Thrones sort of style. How have they got all uh, this planned? How have I they got money left? Just stop. But as a little summary of all of this present and future plans, it's the cast from the DCEU to the DCU is only rumoured at the moment, but seemingly looks like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa's Aquaman may return. Obviously, Ben Affleck left a long time ago. Henry Cavill's been let go a while ago. A last point on this, it has been confirmed that whoever the cast for the DCU may be, James Gunn and Peter Saffron's new universe will feature actors playing the same roles across movies television animation and gaming which i think is a nice touch they have big ambitions they've yeah. got money big, 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 big regardless of if it bombs or not yeah so that was the present and future which moves us to a last little just a little mini game little mini game for us um, I have sent a list to the group chat of all the films of the DCEU. And what this game is, and again, I do apologize. This is a little inspired from Mr. Sunday Movies. I've seen him do this before, and I was like, I like the idea of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy and paste it, so sorry. So shout out to him and his channel and the Weekly Planet. This is what they call the review game. Okay, and these are reviews from IMDB, and these are the extremes of one-star reviews to ten-star reviews. And I'm going to read you out review, and you're going to tell me out yeah, any of the films, game. any of the, and <laughs> but any of the films of the DCEU, which one is it? They're all real. They're all real on IMDb. But which film does it mean? Okay, I've sent a list of the films. If you need a little refresher. Okay. One second. One okay. Second. So yeah, I'm going to go from one extreme to the other. So we're going to start with one out of ten stars. I wish I could give it a zero. Versus Superman. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. For sure. For Batman sure. versus Superman. Fraser, the review is because you just left. I wish I could give it a zero. One out of ten stars. The boys have said Batman versus Superman. What do you think it is? Hmm. And it's just out of these ones that you've sent. 
It's the whole DCEU oh, list. Of oh, wait, I see. I've said uh, it list. could be Justice League or Justice League. It could be Wonder Woman. Okay. It or... is Man of Steel, the really? very first film. Yes. Wow. Who rated these? Who gave it a one? They wish all... they could give it a zero. Random reviews. These are all IMDb reviews, and they're a mix of reviews of when the film came out and a little bit of the future. So people watch it four, five, six years later. Like, I'm going to let you guys critic reviews. User reviews. These are audience reviews, oh. not critical reviews. No, fucking okay. Okay. Um, whoever's editing this, I'll let you put up a little scoreboard of who gets what right at what time because I'm not doing it now. <laughs> I tried to get the best reviews, but honestly, some of them were so negative. I was like, this is bumming me out, bro. Like, <laughs> this is really bumming me out. Okay, next one. This is a 10 out of 10 star review. If DC and Warner want to know how to make their DCU work, this is it. It's dark, gritty, bright, fun, exciting, and it hits the heart. No more crappy standalones. This is the movie that could kick off a true competitor to the MCU, and we loved it. What film? Nothing. That's got to be a Marvel film, for sure. That, that's a wrong <laughs> review. There's no way any of these films are 10 out of 10. You think it's a Justice it's League review? I think it's Shazam. You think it's Shazam? Well, I'm here to tell you. Hold on. I'm going to put a little F and it'll see. But Justice League wrong. or like um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I reckon, if anything. Okay. Mm. Well, the the film was ding, ding, ding. Fraser gets the point. It's Shazam. Boom. The Shazam, first Shazam man. film. Yeah. Doc, I mean, it was, it was a good film. Movies. 10 I out guess. of 10 is a bit of a push, but it was a good film. Mm. Well, these are the both extremes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next film. Next review. Watching this movie, watching this movie is an act of self-harm. It won an Oscar. Thus, Oscars are now meaningless. Won an Oscar. Oh, that was Superman, wasn't it? What film is this? Yeah, didn't BVS win a... Superman won an Oscar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it did. Rigged. Rigged. Some visual effects. Yeah, I swear it did. Maybe not an Oscar, though. Hmm. I'll go BBS. BBS? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say Wonder Woman just because it got oh. an Oscar. <laughs> okay. Frazzle? Yeah, it's a good one. I'm going to go Wonder Woman as well. Okay. The film was 2016's Suicide Squad. Oh, no. Yeah. Are I don't you know what Oscar I won for? an Oscar in. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe the music. I don't know. Honestly, God. Fucking soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Take it slow. That is awesome, man. <laughs> right. I smiled. I laughed. I screamed. I jumped. I cried a lot. This movie has everything for a true DC fan. It lit- It's literally a dream come true still can't believe it's real glad it worked out the way it did what a masterpiece if i could give this movie a 20 out of 10 i would this they is a 10 out of 10 these they people are <laughs> a 10 out of 10 review boys what film i'm gonna go justice League. Birds of- <laughs> okay which justice League? <laughs> 
Oh my god, I've got to go Aquaman. Aquaman, Birds of Prey. Charlie, what Justice League was you thinking about, mate? OG or Zaki? Well, now I feel like it's going to be one of them and I'm going to get it wrong. Uh... <laughs> no, we just need to be specific. I'll go, I'll go OG. I'll go OG. OG. Yeah. I should have gone Snyder. You should have gone Snyder. <laughs> it was Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was Zack Snyder's, one. Uh, it was Zack Snyder's um, Justice League. We should okay. watch it, guys. Okay, no. Give me a half point for that. I was close. You know what? I'll give thing. you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm going to give you a half. I'm going to give you a half. You de- you deserve it that much. You deserve that much. Thank a you. half a point. Thank you. Okay. So next one is um, how do you describe this? It's bad. It's so bad it makes the room look like a masterpiece. It takes itself so seriously and becomes silly in the last twenty minutes. An absolute mess and the worst thing to happen in movies. One out of Batman ten versus stars. Superman. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Fraser? I'm going to go Batman v Superman as well. Charlie? Yeah, I think BBS, yeah, it's got to be in it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Everyone got it right! Yeah. It's Batman v Superman. Yes. Damn, damn, boys. Well boys. done, well done. If you could ask the universe for the most awesomest, the most epic, and just the perfect movie. Suicide Squad it is. I feel so fortunate to have witnessed this movie in all its mastery. But this is a little bonus one. Which Suicide Squad are they talking about? If you could James ask the Gunn's. universe for the most awesomest, most epic, and just perfect movie, this yeah. is it. It's got to be James Gunn, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the Suicide Squad. I'll go for the original Suicide Squad and it's just some dumb dumb review. <laughs> Unfortunately, sense is on the side of the boys because it is James Gunn's Suicide Squad. <laughs> Trying to get the Jack, lead. I, I'll be honest yeah, with you, if I was you, I would have done the same. I'm like, nah, it's a trick. It's a <laughs> trick. It's a dirty trap. <laughs> okay. Just came from the cinema and got this awful feeling in my body. You know that feeling when your girlfriend breaks up with you or you have a big hangover but nothing to eat in the fridge? I have no idea how a movie like this got screened in front of an audience and then approved to hit cinemas worldwide. People don't have any standards anymore and it just seems like a CGI race for the producers. Stop ruining our beloved childhood heroes while you still can. This movie was awful. One out of ten stars. Wow. Would it be any of the ones we've said previously? Uh, they can be repeated. Yeah, I'm not repeated. trying to do like a checklist. They can be. Um, I don't. I'm not even sure if I did repeat them. Oh, though. some of these reviews are like for movies we've already had. Yes. Yeah, they can be. So oh. if we, you know, if we've done. Yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. I'm not uh-huh. making it that easy for you. No, but in all fairness, some of them I tried to look for good and bad reviews, and they just weren't funny enough or good enough, and I was mm. like, well. There's two amazing reviews for this one. Let's see what a one star is and a ten star is for the same film. Okay, so you've given that away a little bit. So what was the other ten stuff? <laughs> no, what's the film? This is a one out of ten star review. What film do you think it is? Play along at home, by the way. I think it's original Justice League. You think it's OG Justice League? Yeah. Rikesh? Hmm. 
I'm missing Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Chaza, Chaza, Chaza? Uh, have we had OG? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, BVS. BVS. The first time they came together. Yeah. It is OG Justice League. Fraser got it again. Fraser, you are smashing I've, this, bro. I did feel, I felt that way about Batman v Superman, but. You said about the C. You said about the CG. So I thought Justice League. You're cutting out a little bit. Hold on. Yeah, you're not wrong. Hang on, Sam. You're cutting out. No, you was. Am I back? Am I back? Am I back? I think so. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Yeah. Am I back? I'm good. Yeah, Yeah. you're good. Right, we're almost at the end, boys. So, another extreme. 10 out of 10 stars. Why so much hatred? Believe me, that's the most underrated superhero movie of all time. That first fight scene is way better than the whole MCU together. Come on. Come on. Come on, <laughs> Come on boys. Come what on, what fight scene in the DCEU is better than the whole MCU put together. Please enlighten me. Yeah, that scene where stars. Batman's standing there and he sees the Flash running around and he catches him with his eyes. That's, <laughs> that's the best scene. That's 10 out of 10. Firstly, that's MCU. Superman that sees him, not Batman. That would be impressive. <laughs> that would be but I see where you're going with this, Rick. <laughs> um, um, first fight scene. Ooh. Bum, bum. The Black Adam or something. I'm going to go for Black Adam. Oh, that's a good shout. Bladder. Yeah, there is a lot of films we haven't seen as well. I'll say, I'll say Aquaman just just to split it up a bit. Aquaman, Black and Black Adam for the rest, yeah. Now I don't remember this, so I'm just going to have to go take their word for it. It's Man of Steel. Huh. I that think I think it fast. means when they're on Krypton, right? When uh, it's, it's no, Russell Crowe as the dad who fights the. People? I don't think so. No, I no, don't no, know because the planet's just getting destroyed, and they send yeah. him off. Yeah, he said that the whole the whole fight scene was better than the MCU. I don't believe the guy even watched the film. I, I just I'm just gonna take it as it is. Yeah. LSD user over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. One out of ten stars. Downloaded this for free, and I still want my money back. Stop watching after 10 minutes. Might try again in a few days, but glad I didn't see this in the theatres. One out of 10 stars. Who deserves a refund, boys? BVS. BVS? Yeah, BVS. I'm going to go. It'll be right. I'm going to go. Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984. Okay, mix it up. Keep in mind, boys, these aren't all films we've watched because this is. Birds of Prey. Um, I've seen yeah. Birds of Prey. <laughs> oh, you've seen Birds of Prey? <laughs> you forgot about it. That's what happened. Uh, oh, no, that review is still accurate for BBS. <laughs> I, love, I love some of these reviews. They make me laugh. Okay. 10 out of 10 stars. Better stuff than Black Panther and Ant-Man and the Wasp. An excellent movie an excellent cinematography. If anyone says that this movie is not a good movie, then he slash she is a DC hater. 
and not going to watch this in theaters to enjoy its VFX on big screen and waiting for DVD to be released, then he slash she is a fool. I'm VFX reading exactly DVD. It's a very angry review. That is angry. It's 10 out of 10. It's more like immediately like, I know you're going to attack this film. Fuck you. Fuck the guy behind you. And fuck his, uh, everyone else around him. It's like, all right, dude, just say what you like about the film. Relax. We get it. It's, it's better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. Cool. What film? Shazam. Yeah, I think Shazam could be a good one. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, what else was coming out around then? I haven't think about when that came out. Um, I'm going to go Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! So Wonder Woman, Shazam, and what was the last one? I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I think it might be Shazam. It was Aquaman. No, I think that came out later. <laughs> but almost there, lad, is. Last three. <clears throat> it's, it's clearing the pipes. The best thing to say about this movie is that it would save a teacher a lot of time in leading a class on filmmaking. Rather than dredging through hours of film to demonstrate to students what types of characteristic features are most prominent in poorly executed movies, the teacher could simply show this movie and tick every box. One out of ten stars. What film is this? BBS. <laughs> you guys, any level of BBS. BBS bullshit. I've Honestly, it BBS I'm, I'm, for so long. I'm down for BVS as well. You're all, <laughs> you're, like you're BVS, all BVS, yeah? Well. You're all BVS. Yeah. This is my personal favourite of hate. It's This film was Black Adam. Oh. Uh, yeah, that took, that took that a hit. I don't know, bro. 10 out of 10 stars. We're back to the golden stars. By the way, next to these, I put a little uh, a shit emoji and a little star emoji so my eyes would know what's what. And I enjoyed it. So 10 out of 10 stars. I wasn't too enthused when I saw the trailers, but I have to say this is way better than the trailers, honestly. But you're better off not reading any spoilers. I avoided everything written about this movie and was thrilled with the cameos and the pop references. Just let it entertain you. That's what, like, that's what a movie like this is for. I suppose one reason why people aren't flocking to see it is because they're probably tired of superhero movies. Mm -hmm. I think people were done at Endgame. And to give you some frame of reference to what people are flocking to is Cocaine Bear. I kid you not. I mean, seriously, a beep, 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 bear. He's put it all in like uh, different fonts and stuff. So uh, 10 out of 10. And that it gave you a time frame, a lot of reference. So hmm. post Endgame, Cocaine Bear, if you actually heard about that's the real film that came that's out. That's quite recent. Yeah, yeah. So, what's been the most one of, one of the more recent DCEU films? Flash. It's got to be right. I'm thinking That's the Flash thinking, as well. I'm thinking Shazam. The second one or the first the one? Second Shazam. Second Shazam. Second, second Shazam. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that would have come mm -hmm. out after Endgame. Um, yeah, well, definitely after Endgame, but around the same time as Cocaine Bear as well. <laughs> Such a weird sentence to say. <laughs> um, 
So, Chaz, you're saying Flash? Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Flash as well, yeah. You're saying Flash? It is. Well done to Rikesh. It's Shazam too. Oh. Yeah. Oh you, you needed a point, Rick. You really needed a point. And Thank we you. come to the last one. Crap upon crap upon crap upon crap. Stupid yeah. and mediocre story. <laughs> All the characters are morons. The production is terrible. The effects look like it was taken from a PlayStation and PlayStation 1 game. No <laughs> respect or coherence with what was done before. All the time it goes for the inane, cheap, dumbass jokes. If you take the worst of Thor 4, Wonder Woman 84, Steel, She-Hulk, and you mix it, that would still be better than this. Oh, they laid it to She-Hulk. PVS. PVS. Wait, you said okay. the reviews could be way later, though, right? So they weren't, like, right after the film was released. So they could have watched this recently and just hate it. Yes. Yes, I will give you this much of a clue to to help. I did try to put the review as closely to the time frame of the film's release. Oh, Some okay. of the previous ones are a bit more distant, but I've tried to always keep it as close to the release. So I've not done it like it's 10 years later. So what I've told you should give you a little reference. She-Hulk. Wonder Woman 84, the, uh, the uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I'm gonna go Flash. Yeah, I'm gonna go Flash again. Either Flash or Black Adam, I reckon. But I'm gonna say Flash. I'll stick I'm with gonna Flash. say Black Adam. Chaz, no. Flash. I'll stick with a Flash. Give and me a Fraser point. Black Adam. Yeah. It's Flash! Yay! Oh, oh, I got a point. Yay! I got a point. So to sum up at the point. end of the game, boys. Um. At third place, a very admirable two and a half points. We have our own Charlie Eastwick. Yeah. Fuck this game. <laughs> Don't leave, please. Please, I want friends. Oh, I, and a thing. Oh, actually, no, sorry. At second place is Charlie, two and a half points, because tied in first place is Fraser oh. and Rikesh. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you guys one more review. And for this is for Fraser and Rikesh only. And whoever gets this gets the winning point. Charlie, you can join in as well if you want. Right, just make it a five-pointer. Well. He's just going to yeah, say What if none of us get it? What happens then? Tie then the game ends around. and we move on. Okay. In all fairness, I've got three other reviews as spare. I always have backup. So, for the winning point, the best DC movie so far, what can I say? They have not said yet great movie. I came to this movie overhyped and I am glad to say it was great and very re recommended to everyone. You will not regret it at all. Just a great movie run to see it before you get spoilers. I love superheroes like Superman, Batman and more. Go see it right now. There was no... Uh, someone had a gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> there was no punctuation. I'm trying to read it as intended, but that was a lot. That Jesus. is a ten out of one of the Warner Brothers. <laughs> oh okay I don't know I'll say Aquaman Aquaman that's a good shout because I mean it made a load of money and that sounded like yeah. it came from far away as, as my only reasoning is the money that I made for picking Aquaman 
Mm. I mean, this guy is clearly out of his mind. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go Justice League. You're going Shazam. You're going Shazam. You're all, yeah. you're all wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> it's Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. Do you want me to go for the last two or do you want me to leave it alone? No, I'll leave this. it. I want to win. No, I did try to put the best ones at the top. So the rest are just, just more and more. So, um, more and more spelling mistakes. Yeah. More and more spelling mistakes, less and less coerced. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. I know this has been a really long ride, but I think this needed to be said and done because we've never spoken about DC, EU. So there was obviously a lot to touch upon. For a reason, because otherwise we just shit on it for, like, for two hours. Yeah, just, uh, this has been predominantly negative. This has been the, the, the poopy emoji all over the place. But I think uh, only with you guys I would do it. And I would always love to sit and watch any of these films with you guys and suffer together. And by that, I mean watch Rick. But, you know, same <laughs> difference. So, thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to sign this out. So, I have been Sohan. He has been. And I have been I, Charlie. He has been. And I have been Rick. <laughs> oh, we do it. He was, but I'm still Fraser. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah. oh damn. He flipped it. He flipped it. We oh. was and we still are. Everyone. That's not gonna stick. Doesn't sound right, but I'm still gonna go with it because we used to use it for our podcast name. Please don't come out. Yeah, I should have.